from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. As well as on youtube.com backslash wake up call DT. And of course, you're listening on mixlr.com backslash wake up call DT. Nate, welcome. Well, I appreciate it, man. It's always, we've had a chance to uh, talk on the phone a few times, but it's the yeah. first time in person. So I appreciate you having me that you were in the area. So easy drive for me to come over and, and have a couple hours with you. Yeah, absolutely. So we're here with Nate Trout, and we'll be hanging out here at Hooters on iDrive, live from iDrive. This is the Florida In Focus football kickoff week will be kicking off the college football and NFL seasons as they are right around the corner. Hard to believe that here in 2021, college football is about to happen in just a few days and the NFL shortly after that. So your fantasy football teams are getting ready. A lot of great stuff that's going on. You're obviously a football fan. You're a football alum. So this time of year, when, when we're about to get into it a couple weeks out, what, what kind of goes through your body? Do you still get excited? Well, I think just with any fan and an ex-player, um, it's always exciting to kind of get ready and gear up. You know, right now everyone's zero and zero, so we're undefeated. Yeah. Syracuse is undefeated. Um, I still have a lot of passion for the school and, and for the uh, football program there. So I'm excited to see how they do this year. And along with all the college football, I mean, there's nothing better than sitting on a Saturday or Sunday, the NFL on Sunday, and then college on Saturday and watching a bunch of football. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's an awesome thing to be able to have that. And, like, Saturday all day long when the games start out at, like, noon and you could just hang out with it and watch them all day, you know. And, and some awesome, awesome teams, obviously, that we have now because Alabama's there, but the Florida Gators have gotten better. The shout-out to uh, Farron here that's, that's here with us and uh, everything that he has as a, as a Gator alum. We're going to have plenty of Gators here on the show. The Gators will be well taken care of. Jason... Uh, we're we're going to be joined by uh, Jason's a UCF, and then we have Mike Sofka, who's a Gator. We will have Papa Joe, who's a Gator, and then Farron here at Hooters is also a Gator. So, you know, and, and then uh, I got to shout out Evan for some FSU love. Do you have, now that you're down here in Florida, do you have a team that you lean to in Florida between Miami, USF, UCF, my, you know, Florida State, Florida, do you have a team that you go to? Well, uh, you know, it's it's ironic because growing up, I was a big Florida State fan. Okay. And um, I do still like them of all the Florida schools the best. Uh, Florida has obviously Dan Mullen there, who was at Syracuse when I was there, and then Coach Pascaloni's at, uh, at Florida as well. I actually had a chance to see them a couple weeks ago uh, when I went up to Gainesville, so that was awesome to see. But, uh, you know, growing up, I, I was never a UCF fan. And, uh, you know, I always felt like Florida fans were very arrogant, to be honest with you. Okay. And um, UCF's kind of getting in that same mode, but I get it to some extent. But growing up, um, I was always, you know, the wide right Florida State fan, I guess. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Florida State, for everything that, uh, that they've done positively, they've had some troubling times right now. You know, they're trying to kind of get it together, get focused reevaluate kind of what they need to do and what I'm excited to see with you know Florida State as they step forward is Mike Norvell is a friend I mean he's somebody that I've gotten to know over the years knew him his four years at Memphis and now stepping into his second season at Florida State so I do believe in Mike Norvell he 
sent guys to the NFL from Memphis every single year, and pretty much every year he sent a running back. Yeah. I mean, from the Antonio Gibsons and the Daryl Hendersons and so on and so forth, yeah. Anthony Miller, a wide receiver with the Chicago Bears. So they found a lot of success in Memphis, which I think is, is huge. And so I think Florida State is going to be okay. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think they're they're turning it around. They've been down the last few years, and and obviously they just recently lost Bobby Bowden, which was a huge loss for the program. Yeah, obviously the uh, iconic coach there, but um, I think I think Coach Novell will will turn things around, and we'll see. I yeah. mean, you know, it's kind of bittersweet from my end because Syracuse is in the ACC now, and obviously I'd root for Syracuse over anyone. But if it's anybody else, I'd rather see Florida State have the success. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that's that's the thing. I mean, Florida State, the Seminole. I gotta say, like going in, Syracuse does not have the tradition of of like what you do before the game. You right? There's not like the stuff that you're typically used to. Florida State has a system, yeah. right? They go out, they go around the statue of this of the Seminole on top of the horse. The you go into the stadium, and then you have. You know, you have the Seminole come out on the horse, rides back and forth, then takes the giant spear that's on fire and jams it into the 50-yard line. You know, I said in that moment that you're a Florida State fan. If you're in the arena, if you're there at the stadium in Tallahassee at that time, you're a fan at least for, like, that moment because it's so iconic. You know, it's, 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 it's something that you're used to seeing and you expect. Yeah, no, and you know it's not only Florida State. There's a lot of college campuses that have some great traditions, pregame traditions with the players. You know, yep. walking down, you know, the the main area there with students filled around it and, and things like that. I think LSU does the walk, um, you know, to the stadium. Clemson does the drive around the stadium. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of cool things that happen, but you know, Syracuse, we never really had that per se. We had our own little traditions um, within the team. Uh, but it would be great to actually see. Maybe we walk down campus, you know, to get up through the stadium, come through the bus, maybe the other side of the stadium or something like that. Yeah, to me, I mean, you got to do something. Maybe roll Otto down the hill. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but have something actually happen where it, it you know, I mean, you you want to have that tradition. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I just, I feel like the tailgate for Syracuse could get better. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, but a lot of that comes with winning. Yeah, you win, that's true. And um, very more true. people tailgate, more people fill the stands. And we just need that one season to where maybe we can turn it around and get eight, nine wins and, yeah. and, and kind of see what we can build on from there. But winning cures a lot. I mean, I know when I was in school, we sold out almost every game. You know, but we had Don McNabb and you know, Don Darius's of the world and Marvin Harrison's, which was a very exciting group of players to come watch every single weekend. You know, and, and you playing with the, the people that you play with as we are here live from iDrive. This is Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora's Florida in Focus Week here at Hooters on 8801 International Drive in Orlando, Florida. And some of the Hooters girls will be joining us during the show. We're here with Nate Trout, Syracuse Orange, and Orlando Predators kicker alum. Bring me back to those Syracuse days because to the fans out there that are watching and a part of this, you got to play with some of the all-time favorites you know what i mean you're the all-time leading scorer i told you growing up you're my favorite kicker to watch and i wanted to see you succeed i love donovan mcnab love kevin johnson you know there's there were so many guys on on those teams and you know you mentioned marvin harrison who is 
one of the biggest names yeah. in Syracuse football history. So just go into who some of your teammates were because you really you were spoiled, so to speak. Yeah, I really was. And, you know, this is before the Internet when I went up there in 95. It was just getting going. So I didn't know much about the program or the players there. And I show up and I have this little wide receiver who happens to be one of the best in the country who's now a Hall of Famer, yeah, uh, Marvin Harrison. And he was just unreal. And that kind of grew from there. You know, Don McNabb was just – coming in as a freshman and starting his first year. And obviously he has a chance to be in the Hall of Fame as well in the future, had a great pro career. Kevin Johnson had a great career. Donovan Darius was a huge staple in the community and, and for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, to Bucky Jones, I think he won a couple Super Bowls uh, with the Pats and the uh, Saints. Um, the list can go on and on. Dwight Freeney is gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Um, he was once the all time uh, or the top defensive leader for being paid in the NFL history at one yeah. point he signed a large contract at the time so you know the list can go on and on I could continue you know Rob Conrad's of the world and and um but we I was very fortunate we went to five bowl games uh we won three of those bowl games played in two uh New Year's Day bowl games the Fiesta Bowl and the Orange Bowl yeah and uh played some against some great players as well and, and you know those are memories that you look back and you kind of took advantage of them at the time, but you know I played against Hall of Famers and played with Hall of Famers. Um, you know every year I was there. Yeah, you know you had the opportunity to be around, like you said, played with Hall of Famers, played around Hall of Famers. What did you take from those guys? Because your teams, I mean, I remember just growing up watching, and when you look down the roster and you just see the names. Yeah. It's like, oh, that was my favorite receiver. That was my favorite running back. That was yeah. my favorite fullback. That was my favorite quarterback. Like, you know, I, th I think a lot of people in history, for Syracuse fans, they're always going to connect with that team. Yeah, no, I, I think the biggest thing for me, obviously they're great athletes and great players, but the amount of work that they put in on their own time, and you try to teach kids that today and they don't understand it. Yeah. Marvin Harrison, I remember him telling me he watched the practice film every single day he left practice watched film for four or five hours yeah you know he's watching game film all day the amount of work that he put in behind the scenes that no one sees is why they're successful you know whether it's in the weight room or whether it's you know watching film or preparing mentally for the game the next one and it just seems to me it seemed to me that over what i learned is the guys that really did that and really put in that added time are the ones that were the most successful yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing that people don't see. They see what it looks like on a Saturday, you know, but they don't see the effort and, the, and, and everything that had to go into it prior to. When you said Marvin was out there watching film and everything, who do you think was kind of like the most meticulous at everything? Was it Marvin? Marvin was very meticulous. So I, I actually bonded with him a little bit when I was a freshman because I used to play scout team. I was redshirting that year, and I always would have to cover him. So – it would be kind of, of a, kind of a joke that I would go watch film with him, and, and you can watch me kind of chase him around about 10 yards behind him <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. He was obviously a little faster than I was and quicker, but he would always ask what I'm doing. I'm like, well, I'm chasing you, obviously. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. you know, so I used to go in there every now and again when he was up there late at night and just stop by, and then he would just tell me, like, the little things he's looking for. And this is in practice. We're not talking about game film. We're talking about – Literally, we just left practice, and he goes in there and watch film for hours. 
you know, and, and seeing what he became and what he's done from there, you know, Donovan McNabb, the guy that's that's out there on the quarterback side of things and everything that he was, do you feel like he got unfair treatment? Because I'll never forget the day that Philadelphia drafted him, number two overall. I was actually down here in Orlando. I was on a vacation, Easter break, spring break, whatever it was, and I'm watching the draft, and Tim Couch went first to the Browns, and the Browns returned to 99, and second pick overall to Philadelphia – Donovan McNabb, there was a bunch of fans that had made Eagle Ricky Williams jerseys, and they booed. And then Donovan McNabb went on to win numerous NFC East titles, brought him to the Super Bowl, you know, what, you know, had that fourth and 20 play and whatnot. So, you know, do you think that he got unfair treatment kind of from the beginning all the way through? Because to me it seemed like that at least. Well, I think at the time the Eagles fans wanted Ricky Williams, I believe, was the big name at the time. But Don, you know, I'm a little biased because I had – Don was a great teammate, unbelievably hard worker, a fun guy to be around. Yeah. And I'll never forget that about him. You know, as as much as the success that he had and the millions and millions of dollars he made – he was always Don, and uh, when I saw him a couple of years ago, he was the same person. And uh, I have nothing but respect for him, just for the the, the teammate that he was. And uh, you know, he would never get on anybody or put anyone down. And he came from a good family. So, but with that said, he did get. You know, I'm an Eagles fan. I've yeah. been born and raised an Eagles fan. I get it honestly. Um, but when Don went there, I was you know even more supportive of the Eagles. And uh, he did a lot of great things there. He did get a raw deal at times, but at the same time, he kind of – he was Don. He was always smiling, doing his thing, and winning games. Um, I think we went five straight NFC championships. You know, had the Super Bowl where we didn't uh, get it through. But, you know, I really think that he's going to eventually get in the Hall of Fame, and he should – he deserves it. You know, at the time, he really broke through. Yeah. Him and Dante Culpepper, if you remember, really are the ones that broke through and kind of had the running – quote-unquote running passing quarterbacks coming in and really excelled that to the next level. You know, there, and you bring that up as a great point, is Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora is here with our Florida in Focus football kickoff week live from iDrive. We're at Hooters all week long. And those of you that know the show, you know that's a Wake Up Call typically is 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time. But because Hooters opens at 11 o'clock, we are here from the moment they open the door from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for this week only doing our Florida in Focus football kickoff week. We've switched the time from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So we appreciate you for switching your dial to this time on Facebook.com backslash wakeupcalldt as well as facebook.com backslash livenowdt, youtube.com backslash wakeupcalldt, and of course for those of you listening on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. So as we're here from Hooters, we'll have the opportunity to jump into a lot of different topics today with Nate Trout, who's our special guest. We have guests all week long. Nate Trout is our guest today. Tomorrow we're going to be hanging out with another very special guest, Rick Etienne, not Travis Etienne, spelled the same, but uh, Etienne, uh, Rick's going to be sitting in with us, a big-time Miami Dolphins fan and in the sports talk world with us, so we'll have some fun with Rick this Wednesday, of course, Fantasy Football. You know the Power Hour is with us every Wednesday. It takes over the show with Mike Sofka this Wednesday, who hails from the Orlando area. And then on Thursday, we'll be hanging out with Papa Joe, as we always do, but he'll take over the whole show. Big time Gator. We'll be talking about that, the Jacksonville Jaguars, sports betting and more, since he was so involved with that in horse racing. 
throughout time. And then we'll get into Friday with Jason Lucas promoting right here in Orlando UCF and everything else, the Orlando Predators and so on and so forth. So we've got a jam-packed Florida and Focus Week. Every single one of the special guests I hear on, here on the show are going to be talking about college football and the NFL's kickoff live from iDrive. Come out and see us. Hooters, 8801 International Drive. And here's something you may not know. They have the best Arnold Palmer I've ever had in my life. I don't know how that, that it's the perfect balance of the sweet tea and the lemonade. And they figured out a way to do it. It's in my car. I had it on the way here. So they do it better than anybody else. Well, I'm not a big fan of Arnold Palmer. So. Okay. All right. What do, you, what do you like? What are you drinking? What's your drink of choice? Uh, normal, uh, you know, lunch deal. I'll drink some um, unsweet tea generally. Unsweet tea. Okay. So you come, you're coming from the land of sweet tea, and yeah. you're having unsweet tea. Exactly. It's all, all right. it's all good though. Yeah. No, the sweet tea. Because that's the thing. Up north, there is no sweet tea. Yeah. There's no such thing as sweet tea. So there's a couple places that may have it, but down here, everybody's got it. I feel like usually in Syracuse, it was like a like a flavored tea that they have it. Like a raspberry yeah, one. Yeah, raspberry or something. Yeah, that's how they typically did it. But yeah. down here, it's the Arnold Palmer and the Daytona. Daytona Beach wings here. There's something about the way, like the sauce, it's got a little kick to it, it's got a little sweetness to it, a little stickiness to it. I get smoked Daytona Beach wings, which are very good. Yeah, I know, wings, the wings have always been awesome here. We actually uh, had a Hooters in town in Merritt Island, which recently closed down, but um, the wings were always good. So now you gotta come to iDrive. Yeah, now I gotta come to iDrive. That's how it is, And, (laughs) and I gotta shout out Riley, who told me to get the Daytona Beach with the smoked, mix them together. She told me to do that Friday, had them yesterday night, actually, before coming in here. I wanted to make sure that I was uh, well-fed for the show today. And I got to give her credit because I like the Daytona Beach, but Daytona Beach smoked was a different world. Yeah, we're going to have to try those today. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do it. And, of course, we'll take pictures and have that all set and ready for you. But we're speaking on, you know, Syracuse history and whatnot. They say, and this is that I something I have a problem with, and Nick Saban actually made a comment uh, recently here when he talked about how he doesn't ask his punter to play football. He's just asking him to go out and punt. Yeah. Right? So the issue that I have where I think the lack of respect comes is they say kickers kick, punters punt, they're not real football players. How do you respond to that as a former kicker? Well, I think when I was in college, uh, we were a little bit different breed from the standpoint of – of Coach Ripon really wanted us to be a, a major part of the team. So we had to do the same conditioning, same weightlifting, and same everything else when it came to when it came to that part. So it was very important to him that we were as athletic as you know anyone else on the team and did the same strength and conditioning test. So I think that went a long way. But I think it's unfair to say that punters and kickers are not athletes and they can't be. Yeah. Um, I'm working with a kicker right now from Merritt Island as a starting quarterback. Uh, was all conference last year and it just happens to be a heck of a kicker. So. You know, he's definitely going to go to Power 5 somewhere. We're just trying to find a good fit for him. Absolutely. And we have a guest here. Tell everybody your name. Hi, I'm Alex. Okay. So, Alex, you're you're here with us today, obviously, one of the Hooters girls here at iDrive. What made you want to come out to Hooters? Um, to work here? Yeah, to work Well, here the opportunities um, that you don't usually get to have with other serving jobs. Um, like last weekend, I got flown out to Atlanta to do a football commercial for this upcoming NFL season or yeah. high, 
um, college season. I don't know which one, <laughs> yeah. but um, they made me, they had me shoot with the pageant winners. Um, it was mainly about them, but it was just fun getting to experience that. Um, we also did a few photo shoots behind the scenes um, where I was throwing some footballs. It did not go great. Did you do that before? Had you ever thrown one before? No. Okay, so that was your jump off. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. With the basketball as well too. Yeah. So for and the basketball was the first time. Um, no, 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 no. Okay. All right. So basketball wasn't. All right. So do you have a favorite football team? Yes. Okay. FSU. FSU. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. So I'm happy that we can do this. Shout out to my best friend Evan here in the community. So I have a lot of Gators that are going to be on the show this week. Nate's not a Gator. Don't worry. But but uh, Mike Sofka is a Gator. Obviously, Farron here is a Gator. Yeah. And uh, I have uh, another Gator in Papa Joe. So I'm happy that we got some FSU here. Holly Holly's a Gator too. She went to UF. Okay. Oh, uh -huh. Holly's a Gator as well. Yeah. So. Did you go to FSU? No, I tried to for the musical theater program. Okay. It's just very hard to get into. <laughs> so you didn't get into FSU, but mm -hmm. what made you an FSU fan? Um, I feel like because I was a theater kid in high school, <laughs> and then we all kind of just wanted to go into FSU, so we would always wear FSU merch, watch all the games. Okay. Um, sometimes we'd have field trips um, whenever we would do college tours there. Okay. So... You became a fan hoping that you would go there at some yeah. point. <laughs> Are you still a fan now? Yes. Okay. Do you watch the games? Sometimes. Okay. All right. So how much do you know about FSU right now? Um, currently none right now. I haven't paid attention in, okay. in a long while. But you're, but you're wearing the gear. Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So you like the Seminoles. Do you have any other favorite teams outside of the world of football? Um, no. No. So it's just FSU. That's yeah. it. All right, so I will tell you that Mike Norvell is the head coach of the team now. He's in his second season. He's coming from Memphis. And we're going to talk about it here on the show a little bit, but I think this is going to be a positive turnaround. So you might want to watch this show. Okay, okay. So favorite music. Let's go there. Favorite music? Yeah. Oh, no, don't. don't. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Taylor Swift, is it, is it country or pop? All of it. All well, of she's re-recording all of her um, albums right now because okay. of that whole thing with her um, machine records deal okay. going on. So I'm very excited because um, the music that I grew up with when I was like seven, six years old, growing up, she's re-recording okay. all of it with a very with a more matured voice. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So she's gonna redo everything, but you're a Taylor Swift. Fan. Yes, Have she's you... doing it without the country accent this time. Okay. Because she you... she used to fake it. See? <laughs> Getting all types of tailors with, yeah. like, insider info. It's like, I don't pay attention enough. So she, because I, I know of her country, uh -huh. and then she shifted to pop. So have you have you been a fan all the way through them? Yes. Okay. Girl, do you like her more country, fake country accent, or without it? I do. I feel like it represents a time in her life where she was more innocent, more hopeful about love, whereas now... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't date Taylor Swift now. I think I think she dates guys now so she can write an album. Good, good for her. <laughs> so, <laughs> great, making honest, great use. You know, she's from Philly, Philadelphia. She was a city girl. Yeah. And then she specifically moved to Nashville. Yeah. To pursue a country music. So she career. set herself up. You know all of her history. Mm -hmm. right, so are you a super fan? Yes. Okay. So Alex is a big time super fan. Of, do you have anybody besides Taylor Swift that you like? Right now, no, I'm kind of focused on her. Okay, <laughs> all right. Do you like the fact that she puts out all these albums just going after the ex-boyfriends? Well, the last two albums that she's put um, that she's put out is more about um, other people's lives yeah. and other scenarios. But yeah, 
Yeah. I like that she puts out albums about different guys. I feel like it's a bookmark <laughs> yeah. for her life. It's like, oh, that one time she did this guy. Yeah. And the guys know who they are based yeah. on when she released the album. Yeah. So that's fair. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite ex-boyfriend that she dated? My favorite ex-boyfriend would probably have to be Tom Hiddleston, Loki. Okay. All right. Marvel. Yeah, Loki. Did, now are you a Marvel fan? Yes. Have you watched Loki? Yes. Did you like Loki? Mixed feelings about it. Okay. It's a lot of thinking how um, the plot fits into other movies, how like uh, what timeline it goes to. Yeah, they put. They actually put. I guess Marvel came out. I just saw. They have the official timeline mm-hmm. where Loki is before Wandavision. Yeah. So they kind of like showed everybody where it is. So you're a big Marvel fan. Have you watched? Did you watch Wandavision? Did you watch I Falcon did. and the Winter Soldier? I did. So which of the three is your favorite? Wandavision. Okay. Why? <laughs> Why? Um, because it uh it focuses more on her mental health, and um. I think it's so rare for Marvel to do that. Yeah. Um, also, I liked her outfit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nate, do you know what we're talking about? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I just went to MegaCon this weekend at oh, you the did? convention okay. center, and I saw a lot of them dressed up as the different Lokis. Yeah, the, uh, there was actually, I went to the one in Tampa, and I cover that because you know, for those of you that, that know Superpowered Pop through Dan Tortora Broadcast Media, I do an entertainment show where we interview actors and actresses, writers and illustrators. And so I went to Tampa Bay Comic Convention, and there were two people dressed up as the alligator Lokis. Yeah. Which was very <laughs> cool. So do you do you go and do you dress up or not? I used to. Um, so what, was, what did you dress up as? Uh, la- not last year because of COVID, yeah. but the year before I dressed up as Chun-Li. Um, from the video game this year I didn't get to dress up I was gonna dress up as an anime character from one piece but I was apprehensive (laughs) because there's a lot of people um, yeah yeah there's a there's a lot of interesting people in that that world I guess we'll say interesting (laughs) but but I always I I like to ask because I've been to New York Comic Con there's like 160,000 people there and I I always wonder like dress up or not like I've never dressed up but some people go hardcore into their costumes. They make the Hulk Buster, and they're massive. Some people have come as Transformers. Mm-hmm. So I and it's always all handmade. Yeah, and that's the thing. So do you do? Are you making your own costumes when you do? Sometimes I do the props. Um, it's easier to make the props so that it's more detailed. But okay. sometimes you can order the costumes online, and you can modify it yourselves if, if it doesn't fit you. And you said you were trying to late. Yes, I was. So, which is awesome, <laughs> and that's and that's from like yeah, the video game. That's that's my history, and she always. If you were her in the video game, there was a better chance you were gonna win. Mm-hmm. There was something about that. I was like, I had my favorite characters, but if I went it's her side, it's in the legs. Yeah, it was in the leg kicks and the spins and everything that she did. So that's awesome. So that was a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and was that at MegaCon? Mm-hmm. So I've never been to MegaCon. I didn't get to go this weekend. Why? Why go to Mega? Is it just? I mean, it, for you, is it because it's in the area, or do you just do you think it's one of the best comic cons? I enjoy it. I think it's one of the best comic cons. The panels are really nice. You get to watch different things that you've never watched. They have different workshops. Okay. Um, you can make resin, the little plastic ones. They teach okay. you how to make those. You can do origami. Each year, it's different. They also have different um, actors and actresses. Like this year, they had Stephen Amell, um, the guy from Arrow. They also had the people that voiced Naruto. Um, 
um, different okay. characters as well. And I like the artist panel because it's artists from around the area that make handmade stuff. So if it's um, the polymer clay earrings, um, I've, I've seen someone weld jewelry, like chains, silver chains of jewelry, yeah. and it's cost thousands of dollars because yeah. <laughs> it's really heavy. Yeah. So this is... <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're, we're bringing we Nate into this world. No, it's great because you never know what you're going to get. And that's the thing that I don't think people know enough. And it's something that's been very important to me over the years when talking about Hooters is that obviously the girls, you're, you're the focal point of the restaurant here on I Drive and, you know, Hooters all over the country. But to learn more about your personality, your story. And I think there was something a few years ago that was put up on the website that it said something like uh, Hooters more than just people to look at and it showed all the careers and everything that people get involved in so I think it's great to get to know Alex here today and to know Marvel and see that's the thing is I almost want to like with Super Powered Pop and I do a Disney show called Dan on Disney I almost want to be like alright we're going to get back to Nate Alex you and I are going to do a show about Marvel <laughs> but so do you have a favorite Marvel movie? Oh, don't put me in this <laughs> there's 24 I know I know so. Um, I don't know. I liked all of them. Do you have a favorite character? My favorite character, yes. Okay, who is it? Um, Loki. <laughs> okay, all right. So Tom Hiddleston. All right. So the multiverse is is coming out here. What are you most excited about? The Spider Verse, X Men. What are you most looking forward to? The Spider Verse. Okay. Um, mostly because when I watched the um the the animated version. Yeah, and then all, all the different Spider-Mans came out. Um, there was like the pig Spider-Man. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I am anti the Spider-Pig. <laughs> I don't like the Spider-Pig. I think it's a horrible idea. I mean, the thing is, you kill him. This is the thing. If you kill him and you make bacon, if you eat the bacon, do you get the powers of Spider-Man? True. What do you think? Yes or no? Do you taste the spider in your bacon? Yeah, I guess that's the question we need to ask here. So now when you eat breakfast, you think about, am I eating a spider? <laughs> yeah, I just want, I mean, spider pig, it's, I mean, it's a different universe, but spider Gwen is great. Uh, the scarlet spider is my favorite. Mm -hmm. So when I got to meet, and he actually passed away, Tom Lyle, the creator of that's at New York Comic Con. So this is a little time that we got to spend here with Alex. I'm definitely going to, off the air, talk to you more about Marvel. Because now I'm interested. See, this is what happens. You get to know. So come out to Hooters on iDrive, 8801 International Drive in Orlando, and get to know your Hooters girls and get to know all the TV shows and the music. So Taylor Swift, Loki, <laughs> Marvel, Megacon. We covered a lot today. Thanks, Alex. Thank Appreciate it. Thank you so much for talking to you. Thank you. So we're going to take a step aside here for a fast break on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. This is Florida in focus, live from iDrive in football kickoff week. And as you see, we're going to be joined by Hooters girls throughout the week, and you never know what they're going to say. Yeah. Alex and I talked about nothing going into this except for the fact that we introduced ourselves, right? Yep. So you, didn't, you probably didn't know I'm a massive Marvel fan. No, I did not. So I am a big-time Marvel fan, and... Yeah, I was so moved by that. That's so cool because I could have done two hours on that and then Nate would have just stared at the camera. So <laughs> we're going to take a step aside here for a fast break. You're going to hear from our partners up in the great state of New York, and we will be back here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora where sports meets that thing called life right after this with plenty more coming up from Hooters on iDrive in the Florida in Focus Week, 8801 International Drive in Orlando. Come out and see us, and thanks for watching us on Facebook as well as on YouTube and listening on MixLR.
Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or iced milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, Carvelanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Cafe Cabal offers same-day local delivery of our products, offering no delivery charge for Onondaga County. Shop CafeCabal.com for fresh roasted coffee beans, cold brew, travel mugs, and all your essential Cafe Cabal needs. Cafe Cabal, coffee for the soul. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Welcome back here on site, on location, Hooters on iDrive. Live from iDrive, hanging out here with Nate Trout, Syracuse Orange and Orlando Predators kicker alum. Proud to be here with you where sports meets life. This is Florida in Focus week, our college football and NFL kickoff week. So before we had Alex join us for a little bit, we were discussing how, you know, kickers are people too. You know what I mean? I feel like people don't fully understand that. Listen. When you do your job and you do it right, nobody says anything, right? Yep. They leave you alone. And if you miss if you miss a field goal, everybody knows your name. If you go 37 for 37, nobody knows your name. And I think that that's kind of a frustrating thing is when a kicker does their job right, they're not spoken about. But if they do their job wrong, that's when people start to discuss it. What can you say about that very weird world of when you're a kicker, people are usually talking about you more if you miss a kick? Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I guess it comes with the territory um, when you get into it. But, you know, it's not built, It's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, there's a couple things that I feel made me a good kicker. My ability to come back after a miss, um, you know, be mentally strong from that aspect. And, and being able to, to focus myself to the point where, I was able to block out everything else going on around me 
um, because there is a lot of focus on a kicker when they are in the game. But yeah, you're right. It's kind of like the position. If you do your job, nobody wants to talk about it. If you don't do your job, everybody wants to talk about it. But and again, that's what I signed up for when I was younger. And yeah. um, you know, fortunately, I had a little bit of success with it. Yeah, you know, and, and, and that's the thing is for you to be the all-time leading scorer in Syracuse football history means what? Um, looking back, um, it's still a big accomplishment for myself. Um, it proves a couple of things. One, you got to be a four-year starter. Yeah. Two, you got to be on some decent teams, good yeah. teams. And three, you got to be consistent. Um, if you're not those things, you're not going to break – all-time leading score record so when I went into college actually my dad and I was you know we kind of set some goals and that was one of the goals because I knew it was longevity I knew I was going to come in and be a four-year starter you know if I did this these things and I worked hard to get there um, so I guess the biggest accomplishment from it was just the longevity of going in and starting those four years and then yeah you know of course I was fortunate to be captain my senior year which is probably my greatest accomplishment in anything I did in sports being a captain as a kicker, yeah, right, the position no one cares about, uh, which to me, man, I was a good teammate, and uh, I worked hard, and, and other people realized that. And when you got voted as a captain, did it come from your peers? Did it come from the team? Yeah, so the peers vote on it, and um, I just happened to be one of the five that year, um, you know, that the coach nominated. So, And for you to, like you said, be a starter for all four years. When you came in, who was the kicker? Lindo Mare. Okay. So, so you know, for, yeah, right. <laughs> for those that don't know, and, and I wanted you, you know, you shout out Lindo Mare, obviously longtime Miami Dolphins kicker, spent some time in New Orleans as well, but Miami fans know him down here. Oh, yeah. You know, Lindo was a great mentor to me. Um, I haven't seen him in years. I'd love to see him, but he went on and had a great career. We became really close my freshman year when I redshirted. Uh, we competed every day. And honestly, without him there, who knows where I would be because he was just a fun guy that just loved kicking. And we would go out every day and compete and do little games. And But he was a heck of a kicker, man. I mean, I've never been around anyone else like him. His leg strength and yeah. his leg quickness was second to none. And uh, one of the things I always appreciated about Lindo, he wasn't a very technical guy. From He didn't grow up going to camps. Yeah and all these things so it was kind of self-taught how he learned how to kick and um but he was so freaking good yeah like self-taught Alindo Mare that's nice there's actually a great story about him if we have a second he yeah go ahead he uh was born and raised in Miami yeah and um he came out of high school when he had no offers he really only kicked a couple games in high school he quit the team and uh, he was a soccer player well he came in his after he left and um he basically sent film out of him kicking on this field with no lines. Yeah. And Syracuse took a chance on him, brought him up, and he kicked for him, and they gave him a scholarship. Yeah. So it was, he really, until he got to Syracuse, he only kicked in a couple games in his life. Which is crazy, and then went on to the NFL. We have another guest here with us, so have you come in. I don't want to muscle. <laughs> no, you're fine. Hi. So let everybody know who you are. Hi, I'm Portia, and I work at the Hooters of Orlando. I drive. So here, live from my drive, it is Florida in Focus Week, college football and the NFL season preview, and we're here with Portia. You are from St. Louis? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. So we talked about it a little bit off the air. Tell me 
what life was like growing up in St. Louis? Um, it's a really cool city to grow up in. We have the Arch, we have the City Museum, one of the best zoos in the country. There's a lot of really cool things to do there. But I felt like my time was up in Missouri, and so okay. I took the jump, moved to Florida, and I can't say I regret moving here. Florida's awesome, but I'll always have a piece of my heart back home in St. Louis. Farron said that they stole you from St. Louis. Um, <laughs> I, I was not kidnapped. I came voluntarily. <laughs> okay. Um, I did work at the Hooters back in St. Louis for okay. about nine years before I moved here, okay. and then I pretty much just called up Farron one day, and I was like, hi, do you want me? And then he brought me on to iDrive. What made you want to make the move from St. Louis to Orlando? I feel like everyone at some point in their lives should take the jump and try something new, something out of their comfort zone. Yeah. And for me, I knew that I didn't want to live my whole life in Missouri. So I was like, what better time to make the jump than now? And honestly, with all this craziness going on the past couple of years, I'm really glad I did it before 2020. Yeah, so, so you came down when? when I came in 2019, so 2019. it's been two years now. So you were able to get down here before. Basically, anybody who made a decision in 2019 ended up being a good decision if you know you kind of made that big jump or that big move, so to speak. So how's it been so far? Well, oh, in Florida, you mean? Yeah. Or just at Hooters if I drive? Hooters I drive and being in Florida. Well, I definitely love my home store here. I miss the girls I worked with back home. Um, working at Hooters, we always make these friendships and it's really hard whenever you leave a store. It's almost like leaving part of your family. But I came to iDrive and they welcomed me with open arms. Farron's been amazing. Jeff, Tim, shout out to Jeff and Tim, best VP and DO ever. You, <laughs> you shout them out before I did. So. <laughs> Um, but no, it's it's been amazing. Um, Florida Central's awesome, and I think anyone that walks into their Hooters and anywhere in Orlando can feel that. They can feel the vibe. It's just a great atmosphere to be in. Well, and I think this is great because when I started with Tim 11 years ago, it was by the Wonderworks, and the Hooters was up there on the second level, and that's not there oh, anymore. Oh, the point, yeah. Yeah, so it's not Point Orlando, and then now coming in here, I love, because I've gotten to see different ones, I love the makeup of this kind of just how everything's set up in here it just feels different it's great i think it's a great look i think if anybody hasn't been in here before you should definitely come to 8801 international drive in orlando but this is my favorite <laughs> i think makeup of a of a restaurant that i've seen for hooter so far well and it's a good thing you pointed out that we had a location down the street in the point yeah but i feel like this location it's a lot more accessible you don't have to go in a parking garage there's no stairs escalators you yeah. just pull in our parking lot and we're right here yeah so. and so i asked alex favorite music bad bunny Hi, Bad Bunny. I love you. <laughs> okay. So, Bad Bunny, did you now, have you been a fan for how long? Um, so, I kind of jumped on the bandwagon after he, like, blew up. I didn't really know about his music before. Okay. But one of the cool things with Hooters, one of the cool opportunities that I've had personally is, um, well, mostly before COVID, but we would do store openings. So, anytime we had new stores opening, whether it be domestically or internationally, um, I was one of the trainers that could go and help train the bartenders. Okay. So we got to do an opening in Bolivia about three years ago. Okay. And while we were in Bolivia on our day off, we actually got to go to a Bad Bunny concert and oh, it was wow. awesome. Okay. All right. <laughs> so yeah, it was really cool. One of my cool memories with Hooters. So, so through Hooters, you got to be around Bad Bunny. 
I did. We were kind of far, but I, I know he saw me. We made eye contact okay. for sure. Okay, fair enough. That's all it is. I had that moment with Carrie Underwood. And I actually got to meet her after the show, and I got to talk to her. And I was the only guy that did not hit on her, so she actually spoke with me. I just talked to her like a human being. We looked eye to eye, and I was the only guy to say, how is your day going? And she took a deep breath, and she's like, I'm good. How are you? And I was like, good. Like, you deserve to be treated like a human. So That's cool. And she actually stayed and signed like 200 people's autographs. So she was very, very nice that day. So Bad Bunny. So do you like, I mean, I know Bad Bunny from Drake. So, because he does a song with Drake. Yeah, like I mean, Drake I don't or? know like a ton about him, but I do listen. I love Spanish music. Okay. And one of my favorite things about living in Florida is there's a lot more diversity and you definitely feel the Spanish culture here. So, reggaeton, um, you know, like trap music, all different stuff. But for me, I, I listen to a lot of stuff. I like um, Britney Spears for sure. Okay. I know we're all supporting her right now through this hard time. Yeah, um, she's been in the news a lot lately. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's crazy to see, I, I guess we don't know, like, contractually that people could control her. and uh, she's, had, she's had a life. It's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. So, hoping the best for Britney Spears. I, I grew up listening to, <laughs> to that. So I'm not going to say I didn't, Christina Aguilera. But you brought up Hispanic culture. That's part of my blood. So I, Florida is a second home to me, and it's a place where I feel at home because when I worked at Disney, my job was really to speak Spanish every single day. That's so cool. So, what so, background are you? So from, so we're from Spain. No so, way. Yeah, That's so cool. We have family in Madrid, and actually, I had a cousin that was a mayor in two cities by there. And when the attack unfortunately happened, uh, terrorist attack a couple of years ago, it was two or three blocks from one of my family members. Oh, wow. So they are in Spain. They they're actually okay. watch. Like yes, nothing they're okay. happened. Oh my they're all okay. That's so scary. But so is that, so what's your background? I'm Filipino. Okay. All right. So um, it's, you know, we actually tried opening a Hooters in Barcelona. That was like four years ago. And I, I don't know what happened with it, but did your family ever go to the Hooters out there? I don't know. I can ask them. I can ask Jose and Ana Maria, but they, uh, they're great because they're five hours ahead of time, I believe, and they watch on Facebook, and sometimes, like, religiously, they watch, and they'll write to me and stuff, so it's very cool to be connected with them, and then they tell me stories about my great-grandmother and my grandma when she was younger, so mm -hmm. it's it's a beautiful thing, and I wanted to go to Spain, and I waited, and then COVID Do you like happened. tapas? I do, yes. I love I, tapas, too. If you ever go to St. Louis, um, oh my gosh, there's a place in the hill... I can't remember the name of it right now. In St. Louis. But you okay. should go to the hill and you should find it because it's really good. Okay. What are the good places down here? <laughs> oh, good food here? I've been okay. to Casa, which is by the airport. I'm a kind of a chain restaurant type of girl. Uh, okay. I kind of, like, I obviously, um, I love the Hooters wings, but when I'm going out, I'm kind of a cheesecake factory girl. Okay. I got to have my cheesecake. <laughs> what cheesecake? <laughs> Red velvet. Okay. Always red velvet. All right. I think that's a fan favorite. I think that's fair to say. Red and the piece is big enough to where you can have it for dinner and then have the rest of it for breakfast the next morning. So I it's love, like double whammy. I love that you said that because I got a donut at Disney yesterday <laughs> and I put it in the fridge to have for breakfast. So there's nothing like dessert for breakfast, which is a great thing. I completely agree. So we were just talking about Hooters. You said you like the food here. Mm-hmm. Do you get the wings? What do you get? I have to go with the smoked wings. Okay. The smoked wings, ever since they came out, that's all I eat. That and the Baja shrimp tacos. Okay. 
So the tacos are good here. I've never had the tacos. They're really good. I get they, they, the Daytona smoked both together. Ooh, that's a good one. Because the Daytona I like. You must have inside information because that's from the secret menu. I did. Riley said to mix them. So <laughs> I have to shout her out on that because I like smoked wings, but I like the Daytona ones. And last night I was here and brought my buddy Evan out and we got the Daytona smoked. Those are really good. Which are very good. So before we let you go, movie-wise, what's the go-to movie? Ooh, um, can I say a show instead? You can say a show. Okay, so I really love Black Mirror on Netflix. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but um, I'm really I'm really into sci-fi and I love that it's a show that, yes, it's very futuristic, it's very sci-fi, but there's really good underlying messages about it. Okay. So you should go watch it. You'll see what I'm talking about. How many about. seasons is it? There's five seasons. Oh, wow. But okay. every season, it's only like five episodes. It's it's really good. Black Mirror on Netflix. I heard about it when it was like one or two seasons in. So I should, can you give us anything, any information about it? Um, I will say that it will. it is very entertaining, but okay. it's also kind of refreshing and reminds you that there are more important things than just social media and people's perceptions of you and it it really makes you think about what's important fair so. enough all right that coming from Portia. thank you yeah, so much thanks so for much for here. having me absolutely we'll talk with you soon <laughs> thank you so come get the smoked wings that i drive there you go smoke <laughs> daytona <laughs> can i give that insider information out now yes, yes okay it's already been leaked so. all right mine as well all right, so we are here, and obviously we'll be joined throughout the broadcast from the Hooters girls here, live from iDrive. They are here on site, on location with us, and of course here for you all throughout the week, seven days a week, on 8801 International Drive in Orlando, Florida. Nate, getting back to the the football world for us here, you were talking about Alindo Mare and the fact that he had barely kicked before Syracuse took a chance on him. What did he tell you of that story? I mean, like you said, there was no lines. He was so what? He just took a video of himself kicking, like pretty much. That's okay. what the story was, and and obviously he went on to be a great NFL kicker for what 12, 15 years, I believe. Yeah. Um, but he had a heck of a leg, and that's what people underestimated. So that was one thing that stood out about him is is his ability to kick the ball off. Yeah. He would go through the you know through the, in the stands a lot of times in the dome when I was there, and he could kick 70-yard field goals before they were cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. his leg strength was just unreal. So I knew, I mean, you know, all someone had to do is watch him. Yeah. But uh, what I was going to say is from his technical ability, he was he was not a great technical kicker because he just kind of had the mindset, if it goes in, it's good. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. And he would just kick the ball as hard as – it didn't matter if it was an extra point or an 80-yard field goal. He would kick it as hard as he possibly could every single time because that's all he knew. Yeah, uh, but that's obviously as he got you know more mature kicking. Obviously, he ended up being pretty. I'd like to say I had a little influence on him, but I doubt it. <laughs> but you know that one year that I got to spend with him. Yeah, you know, and and having that year together where it's the transition of the kicker. Here's Olindo Mare, like you said, booting 70 yarders and, and making his hay and goes on to play in the NFL for more than a decade. And here are you, the all-time leading scorer of any position altogether cumulatively yeah. for Syracuse. Arguably, that's like the best transition of kicker at Syracuse. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I would like to say when I came in, I was a little bit more of a technical kicker than he was. And, and maybe he learned a couple things, you know, from me. And I, I believe he still owes me a couple cheeseburgers <laughs> on some bets that we had. Ah. But, um, what were some of the bets? 
Uh, just, you know, like most accurate, you know, can you hit the post and things like that during practice. And Okay. I, I could that. you do that? Oh, could yeah. you hit both? Like, did you do the thing? Like, could you hit the cross? Could you hit the post? Like, yeah, we used to go and just try to, you know, first one to hit all three posts or something like that. And uh, really, who but, did it? Oh, I, I, I usually beat him, to be honest with you. Okay. All uh, right. Because he didn't know how to tame his leg. Yeah. He just kicked it as hard as he, you know. Yeah. So most of the time it just went over the upright, so we were trying to hit it. Did you ever kick? So we see, you know, uh, quarterbacks, we see them throw into a garbage can yards and yards away. Yeah. Have you ever, like, kicked into a garbage can or anything like that? Have you ever tried to do something, like, of that sort? Uh, maybe not that. I mean, I'm sure we goofed around and did that. But a lot of it was just trying to hit the post from the sideline and just trying to pinpoint your accuracy as yeah. much as you possibly could. So you're always aiming at a specific point. And I was big on trying to just kind of pinpoint where you want to kick the ball and, and, you know, try to get more consistent kicking it there. You had an incredible – I mean, like, when you were up to kick a field goal, I never really had to think about it. I mean, I still remember being in the Dome with my dad, and I was sitting kind of diagonal corner, and you were going to kick at one point, and it was dead silent. And, I mean, this was a long time ago, but I, it, it was perfect timing – that it was silent, and I got up and I went, yeah, Nate! <laughs> so, like, but I loved watching you kick. And I told you this off the air. I was, like, I was one of, like, the big fans of Nate Trout. So, I mean, you were just electric. I could almost, like, when you came up, I was, like, I don't know, it was 37, 46, 52, yeah. 20, whatever. I never thought you were going to miss. Did uh, you ever, I mean, did you have that kind of confidence always in in the game i mean you looked like it was effortless was it effortless i guess is what i'm saying uh no i don't want to say it was effortless but i always honed in on just doing everything as consistent as i possibly could and that's yeah. every single time you're practicing you know the way that you stretch the way that you take your steps back the way that you do that's what i think people underutilize today is just that mindset of consistency over and over and over and over again and just continue to put that effort in but you know, I was, I was really good in the Dome when I was there. I think I had between my sophomore and senior year, I kicked maybe 25 straight field goals in the Dome. And uh, I had a lot of success there. But obviously, it's a great place to kick. But what's ironic is, if you look at the opponents coming in, yeah, we, they did not have a great um, uh, percentage kicking in the Dome, most of our components, which was pretty ironic because we had some great kickers come in there. Um, Who were some of the reasons. best you went up against? Do you remember? Well, I think it starts with the Big East guys, right? We had Shane Graham who kicked for – who's actually a coach with Florida now. I've actually recently talked to him quite a bit. And, uh, you know, he played for the Bengals all those years. Jay Taylor was a heck of a kicker. Yeah. Um, uh, for West Virginia. Andy Crossland was with Miami. You know, myself. Uh, you know, it's funny because we had the, us four – uh, that were four-year starters. So yeah. every year we would talk to each other after games, and we really gained a lot of respect for each other, all four of us, um, which I think was pretty cool. It's just like now I haven't talked to Shane in 20 years, and we're talking like we saw each other yesterday. Well, and that's when you know you have a true bond with somebody and a true friendship is when you can pick up. And my buddy Mark Walzik, I want to shout him out, up in Watertown, New York, him and I became friends when we were like seven or eight. And we used to go to camp together every summer. And shout out to uh, to Natty Bumpo. It was, uh, it was uh, really cool. Like we climbed this hill and everything. It was named after one of the Native Americans there. And the camp is Pathfinder. But Mark and I could do that. We could not talk for like eight years and pick up like we talk every day. 
So when you picked up and hadn't talked to Shane in so long, what did you talk about? Uh, we really just talked about the old days and who was good and who wasn't good and, and what he thought of them, which Shane obviously played in the NFL many years, and I haven't been in the game that, that I, you know, in a long time from a kicking aspect. Yeah. And it's great to kind of get back in that mindset of hearing people talk the technical side of the kicking and the mental side of it and trying to understand and him talking – just so fluent on, on what he really liked about what my what I was doing yeah. or my style of kicking and what he really liked about certain styles. And there's other ones that I thought were great kickers. He's like, I was never really impressed with them because of this, this, and this. And it made sense. So it was kind of good just to kind of get back in that mindset of understanding, um, you know, cause, I, mean, I haven't kicked in 20 years really, um, you know, just here and there. Yeah. I'd probably break my leg if I did it, but it was good to kind of get, you know, get back and talk to someone about it because you don't have that chance all the time. No, and I mean, I think for me, what I never understood, and, and as a fan of you growing up, was why did you not get 15 years in the NFL? What do you, I mean, what do you think it was? Because to me, you deserved the shot, and to me, I think you would have made any team proud, so I don't, you know, bring it up to, like, give you PTSD or anything. I bring it up because I honestly think you should have had it. Well, I appreciate that, but, you know, people underestimate the god it's so freaking hard yeah and there's a lot of luck to it honestly and getting that chance and i did have some tryouts i tried out with the bills uh the giants flew me up there and the saints and i did really well at all of them um but it just seems they, they, they always went another direction um and then i had a chance to play for the swamp fox out of um in the arena league out of charleston yeah which was awesome great area yeah and then of course the predators when i had my uh, last game there but but um you know, all in all, it's just so hard. And with the kicking position, there's only 32 to 34, and those guys stay a long time. So you're really competing with hundreds and hundreds of guys for one spot every single year. Yeah. There's not a lot of teams yeah. change kickers, rotate kickers every single year. No, and I think the thing is here with Nate Trout, Syracuse, and arena football alum, including with the Orlando Predators at the kicking position, myself, Dan Satora, we are on-site, on-location with Wake Up Call. And a big shout-out to Mark Products, who helped to put this beautiful new logo on all of our apparel that you're going to be able to order soon from wakeupcalldt.com. We are on-site, on-location, live from iDrive here at Hooters iDrive, 8801 International Drive in Orlando. If you're out here in the area, come out and see us. And we thank you for watching on Facebook as well as watching on YouTube, uh, youtube.com backslash wakeupcalldt, facebook.com backslash wakeupcalldt, and facebook.com backslash live now dt. You're also hanging out with us listening on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Our typical time for the show is Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. But of course, being here at Hooters, it opens at 11 o'clock on iDrive this entire week for Florida and Focus Week in your football kickoff. We are here from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So make sure that you set that on your phone and don't forget it, Monday, August 16th through Friday, August 20th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Like you said, it's so difficult as a kicker or a punter or a long snapper. It's funny, the jobs that we don't talk about enough, the jobs that people don't respect enough, that don't call you know a true football position, which is ridiculous, because game winners come off of your foot yeah. the majority of the time, or game losers come off, you know, of that because it's it's such a crucial thing and pinpointing the accuracy and everything you have to do in the wind and the distance and the power and everything so looking at that knowing that there's 32 nfl teams 
There's 32 jobs. Everybody's fighting for it. And I know plenty of kickers. My guy, John Stryavsky, who was in the, the Arena Football League for the Philadelphia Soul as well, who is actually the kicker in Delaware for Joe Flacco. Yeah. When, you know, I, was, I know him trying to get in. If you are good at your job as a kicker, a punter, or a long snapper, you're going to hold that job for maybe almost two decades. I remember Reggie Roby, the punter for the Miami Dolphins, it's like, when was he not going to be there? You know, we look at guys like, like Olindo Mare, uh, guys that came through Syracuse like Gary Anderson, yeah. and, you know, like you mentioned, Shane Graham. I remember, you know, Mike Hollis for the Jaguars. There's, Morton Anderson. I mean, yeah, Morton Anderson, yeah. The guys that were around forever. So, I mean, let's speak to that a little bit, that if, if you're good at your job as a kicker in the NFL, you're going to hold it arguably for 10 to 15 years, which means that that job is not going to be open for a decade and a half. Correct, and that's what even makes it more difficult. And that's punters, long snappers, and kickers. And yeah. as long as you do your job, they're going to keep you around. They don't want to rotate kickers around. Uh, they want confidence and consistency. And yeah. as long as you do your job, you're, you could be there for a decade to 15 years easily. Yeah, you know, and, and that's – so I think that's the thing that, that people really don't understand. We talk about quarterbacks, but this season – and let's go into the NFL for that a little bit. If you go down the line of quarterbacks just this year alone, all right, if I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go division by division. So you got the AFC East. We know that Josh Allen's there. But in New England, Cam Newton and Mac Jones, it's up in the air. Yep. Miami, is Tua going to – I mean, we expect Tua to keep it, but is Tua going to be consistent and is he going to stay healthy? So that's a Miami conversation. The Jets got a new quarterback and second overall pick out of BYU, Zach Wilson. Yep. You go to the AFC West, Denver doesn't know if it's going to be Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. We have in Vegas, we have Derek Carr, but for how long? You have the Chargers in their second season with Justin Herbert. So he's locked in. And then the Chiefs have Pat Mahomes. You go off to the AFC South. You got rookie Trevor Lawrence, who's with my Jacksonville Jaguars. You have Houston up in up in the air with Deshaun Watson. What's it going to be on the field, off the field? And then Carson Wentz is supposed to be the new guy in Indy, but it could be Phillip Rivers again. could be somebody else yeah. because we don't know because Carson unfortunately gets injured, and God willing, that'll stop and he'll be healthy. Yeah. And outside of that in Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill is coming back. And then in the AFC North, you have Big Ben, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy. So is it Mason Rudolph? Is it Josh Dobbs? Who are they going to look to now? Is it Dwayne Haskins if he goes down again? Because I don't know if he can last 17 regular season games. Then we look at Baltimore. We know is Lamar Jackson. But the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield, and then Cincinnati will go back to Joe Burrow, who got injured in his rookie year. But here I am just doing the 16 AFC teams. There's not a division in the AFC that doesn't have a quarterback potential concern and some of them multiple teams in the division are starting a new guy or they have somebody that's injured already yeah and i mean that's kind of the the rotating uh door at the nfl right so if you're not going to be a great quarterback they kind of move on pretty quick yeah Uh, you definitely have a short window i mean if you're a first round pick like lawrence you're going to get a couple years but you've seen teams move on like asking what he didn't make it two years if i remember correct and uh, some of those guys, and two, you know, had one inconsistent year as a rookie, and they're already questioning if they're going to bring him back. Yeah. And you got Jalen Hurts, who started a couple games and, and did okay, and they're they're questioning if they want to keep him another year. Um, so you got a lot of young quarterbacks, and it's it's hard. It's it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's so difficult to be great in the NFL, and as much yeah. as many people that get an opportunity, there's only a few people in the NFL that really 
kind of have long careers like quarterbacks like Tom Brady's and things of that that have you know the chance to make a lot of money for their family but it's not as easy it seems I think a lot of the people in the media and, and fans think it's easy it's not no and if we go to the NFC and we start in the NFC East you got Dak Prescott coming back from an injury you have Daniel Jones trying to find his footing as the fourth overall pick out of Duke where I covered him for years with David Cutcliffe who's a quarterback guru with the Giants, you got Jalen Hurts, who you mentioned with Philadelphia. Washington brought in the the ever-ready Energizer Bunny of Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's 115 years old, and I call him Paul Bunyan but because of the beard and everything. But this man, who I believe is a Harvard grad, I think he's Harvard or Yale. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, yep. you know, his intelligence and what he's able to do with the game. You go to the NFC West, and they have already pretty much given up on Jimmy Garoppolo and San Fran after he brought him to a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and now we're looking to uh, Trey Lance, who they went from 12th to 3rd to go up and get in the draft. They traded up nine picks to get Trey Lance, who played one full season as a starter at North Dakota State, which is where Carson Wentz came from. So you have that in San Fran. Seattle's got Russell Wilson, so no change there. The L.A. Rams are bringing in Matt Stafford. And, you know, I mean, and the Arizona Cardinals are Kyler Murray again. Then we go to the NFC South, and you have the return of Tom Brady at 82 years old. We have in Tampa, you have uh, in Carolina already a switch. They gave Teddy Bridgewater a three-year contract, and then they shifted off of him. They didn't even give him 365 days. And now here they are with Sam Darnold from the Jets, who got traded still in his rookie contract, mind you. So you have that Atlanta Matt Ryan for now. And the New Orleans Saints are going to be a two-headed monster, I think, of Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. But remember, they drafted Ian Book out of Notre Dame. So you have that. And then you go to the NFC North, and Green Bay has got Aaron Rodgers coming back. The Minnesota Vikings, they're dealing with COVID issues, so they almost had no quarterbacks. But they're going to try to stick with Kirk Cousins. And then you have Chicago, who still doesn't know, who have Nick Foles, who have Andy Dalton, and who, who drafted Justin Fields. And then... You know, from there you have Detroit, who brought in Jared Goff. So the NFC, the NFC side with their 16 teams is even more convoluted yeah. of who it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be an interesting year this year, and I'm, I'm excited to get it going. I think what they start the weekend of the 11th um, of September. So it's it's definitely you know, and you know as well as I do, the same starters on game on game one are not going to be the same starters going into game five. It's going to be uh, you know a lot of these are going to have short leashes. Mac Jones, week seven. I've been telling y'all, you heard it here first. So, with that being said, we're going to take a step aside here. Live from iDrive, this is a Florida in Focus Week for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, on site, on location at Hooters on 8801 International Drive in Orlando, Florida. Special guests all week long. And literally kicking off our football kickoff is kicker Nate Trout of Syracuse and Orlando Predators history. We will be back with plenty more in hour number two right after this fast break where sports meets life. You're hanging out with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, and we're so happy to be here from Hooters. Come out and see us. In these unique times, there are those in our community that give us a sense of normalcy and positivity. Pizza Man on 50 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville has been here for you for over 35 years and is here now. 
Call 315-638-1234 or order online at pizzamanbville.com to bring those familiar tastes into your home. And remember to come see our monthly on-site broadcast centered around the community and our Baldwinsville beans. Pizza Man in Baldwinsville. Any way you slice it, they are always here for you. This is Jim Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Burton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacted the lives of others, which really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily. We bring in local produce. We prepare to order in the kitchen. We hand bread our chicken. We hand spin our milkshakes. It's, it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is, is the way people feel when they come to the Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so you know, I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience that you will have at any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or Honda City, the SCNY.com. Welcome back here as we are live from iDrive Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora hanging out with you at Hooters Orlando here on iDrive. Very happy to be here with you 
And we are here all week long, of course. Today, Monday, August 16th, truly kicking off the football kickoff week with kicker Nate Trout from Syracuse and Orlando Predators history. And like I said, we're here live from iDrive. Come out and see us, 8801 International Drive, Hooters, Orlando. Very happy. We had Porsche on the show just a little bit ago. We had Alex. And so uh, some interesting stuff that we've gotten to learn. What was the most interesting thing you took away from those two conversations? Wow, you're putting me on the spot. But I did listen to you guys' conversation about the Marvel stuff, um, which I think is pretty cool. But I'm yeah. not a big fan, but I, I, yeah. you know, I have seen them in the past. Yeah, I thought it was funny where I was like, what do you think? Because I could feel the energy from you, and I was like, what do you think about Marvel and He's like, uh, nothing. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's funny because a lot of people have seen, you know, these movies by the, the millions, right? So what is, what is your go-to movie? What do you like to go see? I'm a comedy fan, so okay. the, you know, the old school things of Dumb and Dumber and Step Brothers and all those. Um, do you have a favorite movie? I do. Favorite I, I would say something about Mary is probably my favorite movie of all time. Okay, all right. Watch, ben Stiller. I have gotten into some Netflix with uh, Outer Banks and and, uh, and some of those shows like that, All American. Um, just getting into season three and the and the Cobra Kai, the old Karate Kid stuff. Yes. So I have gotten into those things. Yeah, Cobra Kai that, that definitely flips the script, and Danielson is not yeah. necessarily the nicest. Yep. So I I saw the beginning of it, but I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Like, it's, is it? It's worth it though, right? It's like what four seasons now, or it's yeah. Uh, I think three seasons are going on their fourth. Yeah. Um, but I think it's worth it. It definitely brings up some memories from when we were kids. And uh, all the Karate Kid, all the Karate Kid movies, a lot of the same cast is there. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of spins in it as well. Yeah, you know, and I think, I think because it takes on a different approach and it does things kind of in a very unique way, I think it's kind, I think it's cool to see that it's. I mean, it does. It changes the story. But see, th- there's a lot of things being done like that now, like 101 Dalmatians with Cruella. That shifts it now. She's really not the bad guy. She doesn't hate Dalmatians. She actually is good with them. She doesn't kill them. You know, Maleficent and whatnot. So it, it kind of makes, I mean, the good are the bad. The villains aren't that bad. Yeah. It's, 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 it's cool to grow up on something and then see it shift the way that we're seeing. No, I would agree. And that's kind of what Cobra Kai is. Um, I was a big Karate Kid fan growing up. Yeah. You know, I watched them all. but And I really got into that one. Um, I think the next season four is coming out towards the end of the year or something like that and and actually my daughter and i watched um watched the whole season three together um i think we sat them down on a saturday and watched it all one time wow um, okay how many episodes 10 <laughs> i think 10 yeah okay yeah you know i so during covid i watched game of thrones now i had Okay. So as, as Alex and I were talking about, and, and Portia brought it up too, fans of that sci-fi world, I had never watched Game of Thrones. I had never seen it, and so I have the Super Powered Pop Show. I've done that for a bunch, maybe like five years now, and I've gone to these Comic-Cons and all the stuff, and, and I've heard people talk about it, but I've stayed away from it. Like, I block it out. Yeah. I just stay away from everything that can, like, spoil it for me, I, you know. And somehow, some way over the years, eight years or whatever it is, I was able to stay away from all spoilers. I knew Jon Snow must die, and I knew winter is coming. I didn't know either one of the, what it meant. And somehow, some way, I'm going to New York Comic Con, I'm seeing all these people dressed up, and these actors and these actresses, and people walking by, and all these people talking, and I never heard anything to ruin anything. So during COVID, I took three months, I spaced it out, 
and I watched all of Game of Thrones uninterrupted with no one to ruin it for me. Yeah. So I truly experienced it as if it was happening. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those shows are like that. Um, as long as you, you know, I, I get on a roll. So I'll go a month without watching anything. I don't know how you are with it. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I'm I will. watching 10 straight episodes at 2 in the morning. <laughs> I, in order to mellow out and relax at night, I watch Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Uh, I don't know why. GTL, right? Yeah, GTL, Jim Tan Laundry. That's right. Hold the COVID yeah. is what uh, is what Polly says now. So when I go somewhere, they're like, "What do you want?" I was like, "I'll take a uh, burger, hold the COVID." So, yeah. but uh, and and calves are here. I always do calves are here. But uh, I I don't know why. I mean, like I, I talk with Portia, part Hispanic and then also Italian. I know that that's not how I live my life yeah. but it, but it's I don't know it's funny it's exciting I like that the personalities now all these years in they like know that they're famous and they don't they know the cameras are there so I almost feel like maybe it's more of a real show now than it was then yeah. because now they're kind of just used to it yeah. so they know like hey we're TV celebrities and this is what we do yeah I got so. in the watch I mean I think everybody watched Jersey Shore for a little bit but yeah, I actually it's... have a, uh, my dad was born and raised in New Jersey, in okay. Long Beach Island. I think uh, that's filmed at Seaside Heights, which is only about 45 minutes north. Yeah, I've been to Long Beach Island. I did a retreat over yeah. there. Okay, so. yeah. So, yeah, Long Beach Island's fun. There's, uh, I went to the uh, lighthouse. Yep, yeah, it's there. Lighthouse. So, yeah, I had some fun there. See, look at that small world for Nate yeah. and I. Nate and I connected by Orlando, Syracuse, and Long Beach Long Island. Island right. So, cool, awesome, unique trifecta. But, yeah, I mean, I guess let's, you know, we're talking about sports, but wake-up call is, is where sports meets life. Did you watch Game of Thrones? I did not. Okay. It's not my cup of tea, I would say. I love the dragons. Yeah. That's what I was there for. Okay. So I was there for, like, because there's other stuff about the show that, like, you know, is it, it's like sometimes it goes too far. But I, I like the, I like dra- I'm a child. Yeah. So I'm like, show me the dragons. And somebody told me like, oh, you're gonna have to wait a long time for it. No, you didn't. Like, they showed the eggs in the beginning. They were, they were like, they're the mother of dragons, Daenerys, and my dog Lily, who is one of the coolest, um, coolest, you know, creations of anything ever. Yeah. Is that? So Lily, when I was talking, like I was talking to her, and I said to her. Yeah. Okay. So I, um, I was. I, Lily is like such a human dog. So she's sitting on the floor with me, and I was at my buddy's apartment, and I said, I said, Lily, Dracaris, and that's what you say to the dragon to make it spit fire. Yeah. And I kid you not, when I said Lily Dracaris, she looked at me and she burped, and I was like, <laughs> Yes, we're there. So yeah, no, Game of Thrones was. It got me through three months of the beginning of COVID. Yeah. I had something to do when we were like literally in the house all the time. So, you watch? What do you watch now? Uh, well, I just got done with Outer Banks. So okay. I've been watching that, and then I've just started on All American. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that. You would, I think you would like that. It's a, a high school football um, show. Yeah, I would like it. Yeah, so it's I think this in season three right now. So that's probably that's next on the play. But I, I started the other day and haven't got back into it. So it's only about a halfway through the first episode. Okay. All right. But yeah, there's a lot of lot of good stuff that's come on here 
and you know it gives you something to do and speaking of watching we appreciate so very much that you're watching us on facebook live on facebook.com backslash wake up call dt being shared on facebook.com backslash live now dt as well as on youtube.com backslash wake up call dt and for those of you that are listening worldwide on mixlr.com backslash wake up call dt we appreciate it of course i'm dan tortora of wake up call here with my special guest kicking off football kickoff week florida in focus with my kicker my favorite kicker growing up nate trout so i'm a spoiled man because i've gotten to meet and interview donovan McNabb, my favorite su quarterback my favorite su kicker right here nate trout and kevin johnson i haven't spoken to him but i got to interview his son kevin johnson jr who is now a florida gator so excited for him excited for his opportunity hope that he can somehow find his way onto the field and we're here from Hooters, live from iDrive here at 8801 International Drive. And I'm going to be here all week from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. doing Wake Up Call with Dan Satora's Florida in Focus Week. So, uh, Nate, before we have our next uh, Hooters girl to be coming on here in a little bit, your take, we spoke on the NFL and whatnot. Yep. Nick Saban versus Dabo Sweeney. I don't know. I don't know. No, it's okay. So, Nick Saban versus Dabo Sweeney. Who is the better right now? Who is the the best college football quarterback or college football head coach? Well, I mean, I think you got to give the nod to Nick Saban. Okay. Um, just from his longevity and, and all that, he's obviously has a system in place. Yeah. That has continued to be a success. Now, with that said, you know, Dabba is kind of the younger, next generation guy coming up. Okay. A little bit more exciting, a little bit more open with his players. There seems to be a little bit more, uh, has a little bit more personality from the standpoint of uh, maybe he lets his, his players see a little bit more of him as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And Saban's still kind of that robot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, but that's fair. You know, every uh, both of them are unbelievable coaches, and I, I actually um, low key uh, a Clemson fan. Yeah, um, I have been the last few years. Uh, I went with a special friend of mine to a game several years ago. Uh, yeah, and what a great game day atmosphere! It's unreal, yeah. and um, we uh, we had a great time. There's actually a few of us that went, but um, what a great atmosphere Clemson is. And Dabo is a big part of that. Yeah, he's a huge part of that. So we have our next guest here. So let everybody know your first name here. Hi, everyone. My name is Kalia. And Kalia, happy to have you here with us today. Mm -hmm. So we've spoken with Alex and we've spoken with Portia about Mm -hmm. a few different things. Do you have a favorite sport or favorite thing to watch? Um, I'm not really a sports fan. When I was in high school, I did watch a lot of track and field. Track and field, okay. So, did you play? Yeah, I actually ran the 4x4 and I did the hurdles. Okay, so how good were you back then? Um, We made it to states. Okay. We didn't win. I think we came in like fourth place. Okay, was it down here? It was in Florida, yeah. Okay, so what part? Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, okay. Like All right. I'm from here. <laughs> so, so you are from here. Yeah. All right. So, fair, so you, I, been here forever. Um, for the 
most part all throughout Florida. Okay, so what other parts of Florida? I lived in like Pembroke Pines, I don't know if you guys are familiar, which is South Florida, Broward. Okay, Broward County. And mm -hmm. so I have been everywhere in the Panhandle North part, all mm -hmm. the way down to almost Miami, but I have mm -hmm. not been to Miami. Have you been to Miami? Yes. <laughs> okay. I've heard I've heard good and, and about. Do you like Miami? Do you not like Miami? Miami is great to visit. You have fun. Um, I like to go to Miami. My family lives in like Broward, Miami area. Okay. But to live, no. Okay. So it's like New York City, yeah. where it's like you go to visit for a couple days and then you get your fix and you're done. Yeah. Like, I would agree with. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Miami, not so much. Is there a place to? Is there like a go-to in Miami? Is there For like, me? Yeah. There's like a not to go to. Okay, what's the not to? South Beach. <laughs> you leave South Beach to the tourist. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Something to know, not South Beach. Anywhere but South Beach. Okay, so spent most of your time here in Orlando. Yeah. Orlando is a tourist city. Mm -hmm. Most of the people here did not grow up here. Mm -hmm. What is it like to be a native when it's not a normal thing to like being able. Honestly, um, it might sound cliche, but it, it never gets boring. Never gets boring. There's always like something to do and like things that you didn't know about. Yeah. Like you always find something new. Like, oh, I didn't even know that was here. Um, Nature-wise, activity-wise, like just there's a lot. And it has a lot of options. Like you have land options, water options. So it's never really boring. Craziest thing you've done in Orlando, like... Do you do the attractions? Have you done the indoor skydiving? Like, I've never done that. I live there. Like, there's so much to do. I haven't done all of it's it. Right down the road. Literally, from Literally. Yeah. Um, I did the parks when I was like a teenager. We had like passes and things. But now that I'm older, I really don't care for the parks. So you're not a park goer anymore? No. Okay. It's a lot of walking. <laughs> Too hot. <laughs> That's how I get my steps in down here. But you did like, I think it's down here. I'll do 30,000 steps a day at times because mm -hmm. it's well, especially at Epcot mm -hmm. so thrill wise if you if you haven't done the indoor skydiving whatnot what have you done have I did you, like Wonderworks okay yeah All right. um, which is literally right here as well the escape room which is like up the road too okay yeah what was the like escape that. room was it like zombies what was it was it scary it was like a, it's a brain teaser. Like, you really have to think about small details, okay. things like that. And you really have to work as a team. I did things like that. I haven't done the indoor skydiving. Um, I haven't done a lot of things on iDrive, actually. I'm going to say something really random. Mm -hmm. I, last night, had a dream until, like, 4 o'clock this morning that I was in an escape room. Really? But it was horrifying. Oh, my God. And when I woke up and went back to bed, I was like, before I go to bed, I looked up, I was like, God, please don't let this be like a continuum. Like, I need to get out of this. Yeah. But it was very real. I will tell you, I did the helicopter ride. Okay. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Like, years ago. It's nice. Where does it bring you? Because you always see them up, like, yeah, over Disney. Yeah, just, like, um, throughout Orlando. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, we're right in the middle of Orlando and Kissimmee, and Disney World's technically in Kissimmee. Yeah. So you'll see parts of it, but it's not, like, right above it. Yeah. So the helicopter is always up. Mm -hmm. Always a lot. I mean, and it's and it's fun. You enjoyed it? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm fair. scared of heights, so something <laughs> like, oh, my God. Did you go with a group? Or uh, no, it was just me and my friend. Okay. One day we went to a brunch spot called the Hamptons. It's, like, right up the road. Okay. And we're like, oh, we always see it. Let's just try Let's go see. And it's not, it's not that expensive, right? It's not. Okay. I think it was like 
don't quote me because this was like a couple years ago, like 200 for the both of us. Okay. That's yeah. not bad. It's not bad. So we're here at Hooters on iDrive. Mm-hmm. What brought you here? You're from Orlando, but what made yeah. you want to work here? Um, it's actually really funny. I actually started working here my senior year of high school. Okay. I hated waiting. Which was how long ago? I want to see how, yeah, how much Yeah, this can... was like four years ago, almost five years ago. Okay. Yeah. So that's not dating us too bad, right? <laughs> uh, you remember high school. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I started working here my senior year of high school. I hated like having to wait like two weeks to get paid, a week to get paid. And you know, when you're a kid, I want to go to the mall every weekend. I want to go makeup shopping, okay. things like that. So I was like, oh my God, I need to start making tips. Like, where should I go? And I actually went to school right up the road. Okay. So this was like close. And so yeah, I applied and I started working. I used to leave here like at 2 in the morning and have to wake up at 6 to go to school. My mom was pissed, so I had to quit. And then once I graduated, I came back. Okay. Yeah. And where did you graduate from? Dr. Phillips High School. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So there's a great Oh yeah, Coach Wells. And Dr. Phillips is actually a place where Syracuse has recruited from recently. Really? We actually won states the year that I graduated, 2018. Yeah, that was Rodney's first state championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I grew, or I, when I lived in Kissimmee, mm-hmm. I was like back way, because I was by the loop. Mm-hmm. So I was like. 10, 12 minutes from Dr. Phillips yeah. if I went the back road, yeah. Yeah, which I got to know very well, Dr. Phillips. So yeah, there's there was a lineman from there Syracuse tried to get. Mm. It is a good school for that. Yeah, a huge campus. Yeah, so Dr. Phillips, shout out to Dr. Phillips. Get, I mean, they get everybody from the nation recruits from Dr. Phillips. Yeah. So we have asked Alex and Portia, favorite music? Mm-hmm. Um, so my family's Caribbean. Okay. So I like a lot of reggae, reggaeton. Things like that, dance hall music. Okay. Makes me feel at home. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. In the perfect melting pot when you're down in Florida because, mm-hmm. like, it's the bonding of all music, all mm-hmm. culture, like, everything is down here. Yeah, it is. And that's the thing with, like, radio stations is that, like, so I'm from up in Syracuse, New York, mm-hmm. and there's, like, four radio stations, five. There's, like, two country, three pop, and that's pretty much it. Right. But down here, if you tune, every single dial is a station. Yeah. And in a totally different language. Yeah, and you get you get everything down here. And like I'm part Hispanic, so mm-hmm. I love the fact that that culture is so involved mm-hmm. here. You can't really find. I mean, there's something for everybody. Right. You know, there's not a totally, bad station. Totally. I think that's my problem. Like everyone always asking, like, oh, but would you ever leave Florida? I don't think so. Because every time I visit other states, it's just not the same. Like, oh my God, I can't get a plate of Spanish food over here. <laughs> like. <laughs> You can get whatever you want. Yeah. Jamaican food. Yeah. Up the road, there's like Little Brazil. I don't know if you guys been. The best pizza. Like things like that. Okay. So you're so you're fa- so you're Caribbean. Yeah. So have you gone to visit or? Yeah, actually, uh, lived there for four years. I, my mother's from St. Martin. I don't. It's a very small okay. island. Yeah. yeah. And my father's Dominican. So. Um, I've actually been to DR and I've been to, I used to go to St. Martin once a year, but since COVID, the restrictions, I haven't been in the last two years, but hopefully next year. How is the DR? How's Dominican? It's beautiful. Okay. Very beautiful. Uh-huh. Very nice. Favorite movie of all time? Ooh, that's hard. Oh, Titanic. Titanic? Yeah, I can watch. Everyone hates it, but I can literally watch Titanic over and over again. I just wanted them to, like, 
just hit everybody that like at the end of the movie instead of it hitting the iceberg it just misses and it's like gotcha because it was based on a true story no, so I, I just wanna... really wanted Jack to survive I didn't want him to okay so can, can I have this conversation with yeah. you and I think Nate can ride with me on this if she really wanted him to live she just needed to share the door yeah but if they both got on top it would have sucked. There was debris they everywhere. Could have, they could have, have alternated. What I would have done is when she said never let go because she didn't let me in, I would have turned the knob on the door and opened it as I was going <laughs> down. Gosh. So then we would have to die together right. since she let me freeze to death. Yeah. But it was him. He refused. He was like, no, there's not enough space for both of us. But he didn't need to stay in there. He could have loved her on another piece of door. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like that was, you know, it's also a four hour movie. So you got to be dedicated. Yeah. It's like a Lord of the Rings type of movie. Yeah. So that coming and so where did you get your name, Kalia? Uh, it's actually Hawaiian. I don't know why my mom picked that name. Okay. Yeah. But I lived in Hawaii for two years, so maybe that's why. So you've been in the DR. Yeah. Mom's from St. Martin. Yeah. You lived in Hawaii, and you're in the tourist capital of the world in Orlando. <laughs> so you have. And how old are you? I'm 20. Turning 22 next month. So I'm 21. 20. So 21 turning 22, yeah. and you have lived more of a life in two decades than most people oh thank you but that's my thing like i'm not a party girl i don't like to go to clubs so my thing is traveling that's like that's my fun so see and i respect that yeah i was never ever it <laughs> when pleasure island was here mm -hmm. my buddy was trying to take me to one of the clubs and i said i don't want to go club motion and i was like i don't want to go because i don't want to be around those people i don't I don't like being around like a bunch of sweaty people and everybody's mm -hmm. dancing and they're dancing like nasty and right. like people are fighting and who's staring at your girl and who's right, doing this and right. what. And so he wants to bring me into this place. I kid you not, as we're walking in, because he forced me, he literally brought me a change of clothes. I got out of work and he said, you're either sitting in the car for two hours with no air conditioning or you're coming in. We go to go in, guy comes out, cops jump on him, arrest him. Oh my God. The day I'm walking in, I go into this place, it's sweaty, there's people everywhere, I can't move. One of my friends passed out. I was like, this is why I don't, and I did this it once. fun. I was like, this is why, I don't want to get stabbed. Yeah. Like, this is why I'm not here. Yeah. So I respect the fact that you would rather travel than go and party. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some yeah, on that. That's hey, just me. I'm a homebody, so like. That's good. Yeah, though. yeah. There's nothing wrong with. That. I think the world, especially the social media world, needs uh -huh. to see there's life beyond the clubs. Local clubs. Yeah. Right. So, what do you do then besides travel? What's the homebody do? Um, Netflix. <laughs> I binge watch shows. Okay, we were just talking about that. So, what shows? Oh. um... I just started, what is it called? Damn it, I'm sorry. Tell her, tell her your The show. one with the kids and the aliens. Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah. You just started so, it. Yeah, I think I'm on season two now. I did not watch season three. Season four is coming. Really? Did you watch Stranger Things? He watched, you watched Outer Banks. Have you seen Outer Banks? I started watching it, but like it got boring. Like same thing with, what is that, Manifest? Yeah, I got kind Everybody of, likes Manifest. You, oh. I liked it, but the second season, it was like getting repetitive. Like, okay, you guys have these callings. So, movie came out recently on there. Do you like Kevin Hart? I don't care for him. Like, he's funny, but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch him. So, he's in a more serious movie, which mm -hmm. is a totally different role for him, called Fatherhood. Mm -hmm. That's a movie worth watching. That was a really good movie really? on Netflix, yeah. So, I'll check it out. It was very different than what you're used to seeing from him because right. people that don't like him say that he plays the same role in every movie mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so now there's some good stuff on netflix now yeah so definitely. that coming from kalia i love that 
homebody, traveled the world. Good stuff. And Dr. Phillips, shout out there. So thank you for being a part of the show. We appreciate it. It was nice meeting you guys. Nice meeting you too. So we'll talk with you soon. So that here, come and see. You never know what you're going to get, and you never know the conversations you're going to have. And everybody has been totally different. Yep. Isn't that cool? So, and that's life. And see, but I like, I like the homebody. I'm going to tell you why. Because I just never, I never wanted to like get paid and then go spend all my money yeah. on beer. And then, you know, it's not like you can't have a drink or two, right? But to, I worked with people from Brazil that's, and this, I mean, this is nothing to Brazil. It's just this, I worked with a few people from Brazil. And the girls worked 81 hours a week. Yeah. And they spent $300 in a day at a, at a club. Yeah. With drinks and this, that, whatever. So I love that. Because I feel like it's not talked about enough, and I feel like women don't say it enough. Like, hey, I like to go home, put on comfy clothes, and relax. Like, I respect that. Yeah, I'm kind of on both sides of it. I understand both sides. Um, yeah. I do like to go out to dinner quite a bit. I'm not really a club guy, but I do like, you know, kind of uh, dive bars, I would say. Yeah, I mean, like, I enjoy Love going out, getting food, but, you know, you will never see me at a club. And the thing that's crazy is I love to dance, but not like that. I don't like, like, I like real dancing. I like real, it's all in the hips, Hispanic music. Like, I like to actually, like, dance for real. So I'm the guy that's always hoping that, like, one of my friends is getting married so I can go to their wedding and dance because that's where you can be tasteful. But, you know, not so much in some of these other places. But that's the thing that, that stinks. My grandma, she would always go, Oh, did you meet a nice girl at a, at a dance hall? And I'm like, Graham, they don't have them anymore. You know, they don't have, like, the dance hall she used to go to to dance. Yeah, no, They're I know. They're gone. Yep. So, we're in a different world now. We're going to take another step aside here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Florida in focus, football kickoff week. Nate Trout, Syracuse Orange, and Orlando Predators kicker alum, myself, Dan Tortora. We are on site, on location, live from iDrive. This is... Hooters on 8801 International Drive. We're here all week with Wake Up Call with Dan Stora, kicking off your football season, speaking with the Hooters girls, and bringing you something that you won't find anywhere else. Stay with us. Cafe Cabal Mobile Cafe brings the cafe experience to you. We'll roll out to your neighborhood or office, ready to serve our locally crafted espresso bar to our loyal patrons. Inquire at CafeCabal.com. Cafe Cabal, coffee for the soul.
Mon Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory, located on 201 7th North Street in Liverpool, is home to over 40 flavors with more than 200 flavors in their total wheelhouse. Sky's the limit for this sweet and savory Central New York company. Keep it local at your parties, fundraisers, wedding showers, baby showers, and more by calling 315-450-MAPA. That's 315-450-6272 for popcorn bars with custom flavors and colors at your upcoming event. Make sure to visit them on 201 7th North Street in Liverpool, New York. And for more information, go to maandpazsnacks.com. Ma and Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory. How corny are you? Here at Progressive Dental, we understand the importance of regular dental visits and preventive care. Cleanings and checkups are essential to good oral health. We have multiple locations in the southern tier, so come visit us in Binghamton, Enwell, Kirkwood, Montrose, and Norwich. For self-pay non-insured patients, we offer the Smile Plan, which covers all of your cleanings, x-rays, and exams for an affordable yearly price. Call 607-754-2273 or 607-754-CARE to make an appointment today. For more information, visit our website at ProgressiveDentalNY.com. The Millhouse Market, located on 3790 New York 13 in Pulaski, New York, is worth the drive every time. Make sure you make your way out there and download their app on the Google Play or Apple App Store today so you'll have everything at your fingertips from their homemade breads as well as desserts, their salads, quinoa bowls, rice bowls, brick oven pizzas, and, of course, those sandwiches named after the families that helped to settle today's Pulaski. Ingrained in our community and ingrained in our taste buds, the Millhouse Market is truly worth the drive every time from Tuesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., we'll see you out there at the Millhouse Market for their drive-up, drive-through window as well as their general store and their indoor dining. And remember, the Bistro Restaurant every weekend changes their menu inside, so make sure that you check it out this weekend and every weekend because you never know what Rebecca Alford and her team are going to come up with next. With that being said, we are back here inside of Hooters on iDrive in Orlando, Florida, 8801 International Drive in Orlando. This is live from iDrive, Florida, and Focus is week of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. So proud to be here with you and hanging out. Love the fact that we got the sunshine rising out of the coffee cup. A big shout out to my buddy, my graphic designer, who I actually went to college with, John Grenquist. So he is the amazing person that helped put this together and getting it on all the apparel. Shout out to Mark Products in Syracuse, New York, my hometown, and where Nate Trout played some of that football. So very excited to be here with you inside of Hooters and we have heard from Kalia as well as Alex and Portia have joined the show which was really awesome took a different thing from each one of them which was really fun you know and 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 it definitely gives you a background on I mean like as I said before you know the Hooters girls are such a focal point of you know I drive in all of the locations but to really get to know the personalities is cool yeah yeah you're right there's definitely been some things we've learned about each one yeah, something uh, something different about everybody yeah. that's come to the table, and it's they all, getting. They are different personalities. A little bit different personalities, you know. All different personalities, 
all different likes. And we started with Alex, who her and I are talking Marvel and you had no connection. And then at the end, we're talking with Kalia, who's Netflix, and we had just talked about exactly what she was speaking about. So, you know, I think I think the way that we're going and trending is they're they're more and more paralleling you the longer we go. So there we go. So the next one's going to be like Outer Banks. I love watching Kickers Kick on YouTube. We're going to change the world here. So Nate Trout hanging out with us, myself, Dan Tortora, and we are here kicking off the football season for college football and the NFL. We were talking about Saban and Dabo Sweeney. You said you give more of the nod to Nick Saban, yeah. uh, body of work, Alabama, but that, that Dabo's in a, a really good position where he could be. Is it shifting? Is, is Clemson kind of shifting into that role in your mind right now? Could they pass Alabama? It's hard to say that. I mean, Saban's got such a good program and such a good system in place. And not everyone knows all his secrets. And yeah. I would say as long as he's around, it's going to be really, really tough to beat him, as long as he's recruiting the way he is. But Dabo's the next generation, I would say, the next generation guy. A little bit more exciting, a little bit more personable. You know, has a little bit different relationship with his players than Saban has. But he also has brought a lot to that school. If you go to the school now compared to what it was when he started, yeah, the game day atmosphere there, they have a pool out back. You know, they swim at yeah. um, their locker rooms, unreal, and, and all those things, which is really what the next generation of guys are. Saban, I would say, is a little bit more old school than what is going to bring to the table. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing is that Nick Saban, being the way that he is, he really doesn't – I don't think he – I'm not speaking for him. It's just it's an opinion of maybe his nature. Yeah. I don't think that he really cares what his players think of him personality-wise. No. Where Dabo is very involved, and the thing is, because you know the the uh, dance move, the dab was brought in. You know, Dabo can do the. You know, yeah, he can yeah. he can bring it, but he has fun, and and he's. I've been around Nick Saban. I actually was was at the now it's the Camping World Bowl. The you know the old Citrus Bowl over here, and I was on the field in one of the games that he was in the Capital One Bowl they were in so I I was here for that but years ago but I've spent a lot more time with with Dabo over almost a decade now and to talk with him sometimes on a regular basis on the teleconferences weekly and whatnot I love that he's a faithful guy I love that he's unafraid to talk about it I love that he doesn't just give credit to himself whenever they ask him about how great he is he talks about God and his players and he talks about his staff yeah so, you know, I've never heard Dabo say anything about how wonderful he is. Yeah. And I think a true testament to Dabo Sweeney and to anybody out there wondering, can I achieve my dreams? So many people are against me or people said this or that or whatever, social media. Dabo was the wide receivers coach and they took a chance at him. When they hired him to become the head coach, allegedly, I wasn't in this room, but allegedly when he was in the room, he said, we're going to turn Clemson into a national contender. And people in the media laughed at him. And now he's won numerous championships in the college football playoff, and you expect him to not only be in the college football playoff, but to be in the championship, if not win it. Half the time they're in, more than half the time they're in it, and then they're winning it, you know. So uh, I think for anybody that's wondering, can I, should I, am I capable of, am I good enough, I think Dabba would tell you yes. Oh, I agree. And, and again, I go back to his the atmosphere yeah. on campus. The game day atmosphere, 
and all that stuff is, is tremendous. It's one of the best experiences I've ever had, uh, you know, the game that I went there. So we have, yeah, and you had the opportunity to be there. So I'm excited about that. We are now joined by Holly. Yes, hi. So, so Holly is with us here, and we have spoken with Alex. We've spoken with Portia. Mm-hmm. spoken with Kalia. You came in today wearing UCF gear. Yes, I went to UCF. You went to UCF. <laughs> Why should someone go to UCF? I feel like UCF is the perfect balance of really good academics, but also you're in pretty much Orlando. There's so much stuff to do. You can go downtown, you can go to the beach, you can go to Tampa, Jacksonville, Miami. You just have all your options set out, and it's also a very, very good school to go to. Yeah. And I feel like the people that go to UCF are very inclusive, and everyone is very kind, and I just had a great time while I was there. Was that your first choice? No, actually I went to UF for a year before I went to UCF. Um, I really loved UF, it was like my dream school to go to, um, but I just wanted to be closer to my mom, she lives over in Cocoa Beach, so okay. I ended up transferring my junior year, and I do not regret it. UCF was my favorite school for sure. Okay, yeah, I love it over there, it's so pretty. Cocoa Beach is, and I had family, family there too, my Uncle Bill and my Aunt Maureen were out in Cocoa Beach, so the beach that they brought me to was very like rocky so i don't know if i went to the right place but i love st pete's beach in tampa okay so i was we were told by kalia that the best part of miami is not south beach no not at all not at all Mm -mm. i feel like the tampa beaches are way better anyway so i go to miami to party but if you're going to the beach go to st pete go to tampa all of those okay fair enough Mm -hmm. so on the ucf campus best thing about being at UCF? Um, Again, just like the inclusiveness. Like I um, was in a sorority at uh, UF and then when I transferred into UCF I decided to not transfer into my sorority and I never felt like I wasn't included in anything that Greek Life was doing or just outside of it. Like I never felt like I needed to be in a sorority there. It was very easy to make friends. I met a great group of girls while I was there and I never felt like I had to do that side of things, but then also the people that are in Greek life are so accepting, so welcoming. So you literally can be friends with anyone and everyone. So, see, that makes me feel good about UCF because I've loved, like over the last eight years in covering them, and I said this when you came in, I've defended them Mm -hmm. nationally for so long that I'm now a fan Mm -hmm. because I'm sick and tired of people not respecting them in football. Mm You did not go to the bounce house. No, I did not. I did never made it. <laughs> How did you never make it to the bounce house? Tailgating is very fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you so you tailgated to the point where you just couldn't. Well, it was we could either go to the game and I don't know if you know. Oh my gosh, it sounds so bad, but you can't drink inside the stadium. So we just preferred to kind of go to like the outskirt bars and hang out there and watch the game and be able to kind of still hang out with our friends and have everyone there. So So you chose to drink and enjoy the game <laughs> yes. as opposed to but the bounce house is awesome. It is. I heard that um, it really does like when you jump on the bleachers, you can like feel it. So when you I wish sit, I experienced that. <laughs> when you sit in the press box, it's like have you ever been to Disney? Mm-hmm. Okay. So body work, like Star Wars, Star Tours. So how you're in like that um, simulator where your body's like rocking. Mm-hmm. 
when we're sitting in the press box, if you're banging on the bleachers, the press box will actually move forward and back. And so you can see it and you can feel yourself moving in a simulator. And that, I mean, that's why they call it the bounce. It's horrifying because you think you're going to like fall, but it's really, it's really great. I'm going to have to go back as an alum to a game. You guys are making me want to go like tomorrow. (laughs) Well, listen. Gus Malzahn's there now. They're recruiting well. Mm-hmm. Dylan Gabriel, their quarterback, just interviewed him. So shout out to Dylan. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of great. There's a lot of great play. You, I mean, if you're gonna come in here to Hooters and wear UCF, you you should go to a game. Yes, I I should. I'm like I'm a little bit of a fake fan at this point. <laughs> no, you'll get there. So I've asked a bunch of the questions. So I'm gonna let Nate take a few here. Whatever you want to ask. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you went to Florida for a year. Did you know that you went to Florida? No, I didn't uh, make it to any of them. That's a great atmosphere in there as well. Yes, it is super fun there. Now, what high school did you go to? Um, so, I'm actually from, from Georgia. So, I went to a school in Atlanta. It was called Walton. Okay. Yeah. And then I moved down here um, my freshman year. So, just went straight into college over here. What do you think of Orlando itself? I love Orlando. Like I said before, it's kind of central to everything. So you still have downtown Orlando and then yeah. all the beaches. So I adore it here. I do not plan on leaving anytime soon. It is a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It is. She's right. I mean, I got here in 35 minutes. Side yeah, it does not take too long to get anywhere. It's very like, I have family in St. Augustine. I cover the Jaguars, and then I come here because I, I work. I, I've worked at Disney. My best friend's here, so I'm used to the drive. And this is the thing that I don't get: I can drive here with tourists from all over the world mm-hmm. who drive like maniacs, <laughs> and I don't like driving in New York City. But I was like, if I can drive here, I can drive there. So I just drove in New York City, and I'm like, it's not that bad, right? Because people here have no idea where they're driving. No, I felt the same way for coming from Atlanta and moving down here. I thought that the traffic was going to be way worse. I go back up to Atlanta and I'm like, I don't know how to drive anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I only take Ubers in Atlanta because mm-hmm. Atlanta just, there's a part of it that just makes me very uncomfortable yes, driving. Yes. So, so you're in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Do you have favorite teams from Atlanta? Um, so I wasn't I'm not super into sports now. I like watching them. I enjoy football, basketball, baseball, all of that. Um, But when I was in high school, I just had no idea what sports were, which was sad because I love sports now. I don't know too much about it, but I do enjoy watching them. Okay. So, well, you're going to a UCF football game. That's Mm -hmm. a given. This Mm -hmm. season. And they're going to be playing Florida, actually, in the coming years. Oh, I'm excited. I didn't know that. They finally agreed to play the Florida Gators. Okay. So I think they're doing two in Gainesville, one in Orlando. Well, then I'll have to go to all of those so yeah. I can just get both my experiences <laughs> in one. <laughs> yes. And Farron here is a Gator. Yes. So do you talk? have you talked to him about it? Because I always say he's the offensive lineman that never was. Yes. No, he does look like that. Um, he told me a little bit. Um, when I first got hired, he saw that I went to UF on my resume, so we talked about it a little bit. I know that he was in Pike there, which is really funny because <laughs> he's my manager, so it just cracks me up. But he was the same way. He loved going to all the games and everything, and he had a great time there. So. Best thing about working at Hooters? Um, the girls. I have made some of my absolute best friends here. I actually just moved in with my best friend last week, and I met her here. So. And who is this? Um, her name is Macy. I think you met her before. I did meet Macy, yes. yeah. So you... 
just moved in with Macy. Mm-hmm. Who may and Macy has a very unique laugh. Yes, oh my gosh, <laughs> everyone loves her laugh. It's the best. Yeah. I wish I could play it for you guys. <laughs> yeah. We need to make it a hot see on the radio we call them hot keys mm-hmm. where you can just hit it and play it. Mm-hmm. So you just moved in with Macy a week ago. Yes. What is what can you tell us about because roommates always have right like when you were in college like rooming and like roommates always have their thing and my best friend is now down here and i'm staying with him right now and so we're roommates again right now which is really cool so what's the best thing about having macy as a roommate um i think the best thing is we would always facetime all the time when we didn't live together so instead of us facetiming she'll just like pop her head in my room or i'll pop my head in her room and um i have a cat as well so she's like pretty much adopted my cat so he has like a second mom now and they hang out all the time so when i'm at work like she can hang out with him or if she's here then i can hang out with him what is the cat's name um orange chicken (laughs) (laughs) okay he's a little orange kitty and he's adorable (laughs) orange chicken i can honestly say i've never heard a cat named orange (laughs) chicken so you so you have the cat so what is the does do either one of you have an annoying quirk that you found out yet like does somebody do something leave something in the fridge does somebody not put something away we haven't found those yet but i don't think we're going to because me and her are like besties so we'll see we'll see but i know i've had some terrible roommate situations where i've been friends with someone and then ended up not being friends with them by the time i'm done living with them but i feel like me and macy are going to make it we're doing great so far and we got the cat to keep us balanced (laughs) worst roommate story ever oh my my UF roommate. Oh, it was terrible. So I was um, supposed to live with three of my girlfriends at the time. One of them ended up not going to UF. She ended up going to Santa Fe. So um, she ended up not wanting to live with us. So we got a random roommate for our four bedroom. And you know, you can play music. That's totally fine. She would play music to the point to where the windows would be shaking and not from like normal hours from like, you know, seven to 10 before you go to bed. It was like from seven until like 5 a.m. the next day. And then sometimes it wouldn't even stop then. So I literally had to get earplugs and sleep with those. Um, I only lived there for six months before I moved out because I was like, I cannot do this anymore. But she was a nice girl. Just liked her music a little loud. (laughs) I like how women can always tell a story about something horrible and then go, but she was a nice girl. There's always there's always that side. Guys don't do that, right? We're like, nah, he was a jerk. We, we still don't talk to him. But I had a roommate down here when I lived in Kissimmee. Same thing. At 3 a.m., 4 a.m., he acted like it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. He invited 20 people over, played his music, and I don't know how. I mean, I kind of realized if I could go to sleep there, I could go to sleep anywhere. That is true. I'm a very deep sleeper now. Like, you cannot wake me up at all. Like, once I'm asleep, I'm asleep. So I guess I can thank her for that, too. So she's got two positives. (laughs) She's a very nice girl, and she helps you fall asleep. So with that being said, nice to have you, Holly. We appreciate it. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for sitting in with us for the bit. Of course. So we are going to take our final step aside. We're going to come back here in just a moment. We're supposed to be off at 1 o'clock, but we're going to spend a few extra minutes with Nate because we got to get some more thoughts from Mr. Nate Trout. We are live from iDrive. This is Hooters in Orlando, 8801 International Drive. This is the Florida in Focus football kickoff week on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, and we're so happy that you're here and so happy that we're kicking it off with my favorite kicker growing up. Talk about that, you know, to the kids out there, can I achieve my dreams? We're, we're saying that before. Little kid growing up in the 90s, favorite kicker in the dome, friends now. Sit next to each other. And honestly, one of the nicest guys that I've met. 
So, you know, to the, I don't know what your market status is, but to the women out there, prime choice right here. Good coach, awesome kicker, better friend, and if you don't call him, somebody else will. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. So, Nate Trout and I will be back right after this. Avicoli is located on the corner of Route 57 and Wetzel Road in Liverpool, New York. Is our home for the Liverpool Warriors monthly exclusive sit-down broadcast with their athletic teams. Come out and see the Warriors every month at Avicoli's and head out there Tuesday through Sunday for lunch, dinner, and drinks with their pizza casual side, their fine dining, their bar, as well as their outdoor dining. And, of course, you can get in touch with them at 315-622-5100. That's 315-622-5100 in order to get their takeout, delivery, and catering. And, of course, you can go to myavicolis.com. Canine Camp Dog Daycare and Canine Campground Dog Morning is your home away from home for your furry-loving friends. Drop them off today at the daycare on 228 Old Bridge Street, as well as the dog boarding for longer-term care at the campground around the corner on 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, both right off of Bridge Street in East Syracuse by BJ's Wholesale Club. Look no further than Canine Camp Dog Daycare and Canine Campground Dog Boarding to take care of your pups. Lily loves it, and really, that's all you need to know. PB&J's Lunchbox is that awesome, incredible food truck that you have followed all throughout Central Upstate New York. Now you can follow them to their Streetside Cafe located on 663 Old Liverpool Road in Liverpool, New York, Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., serving breakfast, dinner, and lunch all day long. You can get breakfast for dinner, dinner for lunch, whatever you want to do at PB&J's Lunchbox, home of the award-winning grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich with the roasted pecans that just changed the game at 663 Old Liverpool Road in Liverpool, New York, minutes from Destiny, USA, the highway, the throughway, and Onondaga Lake Parkway. We'll see you there. And Victory Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, located on 791 West Genesee Street in Skinny Atlas, New York, right by Skinny Atlas Lake. They know at Victory Sports Medicine and Orthopedics that everybody has their own path to victory, and it's small steps sometimes every single day. So make sure you make your way out to Victory Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, who I've trusted for almost a decade now, helping injuries from head to toe, preventative care, rehab, physical therapy, as well as surgery, led by Dr. Mark Petropoli. It's a team of fantastic people in the field that do something that almost nobody does in this field, which is listen to their patients, care about you, and walk you through the process. Victory Sports Medicine and Orthopedics is the place for your injury, whatever it may be. 315-685-7544. 315-685-7544. With that being stated here, we are live from iDrive Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora at Hooters on 8801 International Drive in Orlando, Florida. It is Florida in Focus Week, and I'm hanging out all week long with fantastic guests. Kicking off the show is kicker from Syracuse and the Orlando Predators, Mr. Nate Trout, who's here with me, Dan Tortora. Hooters iDrive once again in football kickoff week. Final notes on the upcoming football season, college, and the NFL. Uh, final notes, I mean, I'm just really looking forward to it. You know, after a year of COVID, I would like to say it's settled down. It seems like this other variant's coming through, and hopefully it doesn't, um, you know, uh, minim- minimize the season at all this year. Um, it was a tough season for everybody, not just in college, but high school and all sports throughout the country. Um, hopefully everything goes on as planned, and uh, they can continue to, to go the game this year. 
uh, after having that year last year with COVID. But I don't know who I, I – th I think I'm going to give uh, Clemson the, the nod this year to win the national championship. I don't know about yourself. Yeah. And, and I'm probably leaning towards Tampa Bay winning it again for the NFL. Yeah, you know, I think uh, somebody asked me, they said, they said, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? And I literally looked over my shoulder and I go, Tampa. Like, because wherever Tom Brady is, and I am a firm believer, and I do agree with the meme that's out there, if you want to see if Tom really is the goat of the goat of the goat of the goat, then go to the Jets and bring them a championship, because Lord knows, since Super Bowl three, that has not happened. So we shall see, but I'm going to probably lean on Tampa. And then in college football, I'm going with Dabo Sweeney. Florida's getting better. Georgia's there. Florida State's going to be better, in my opinion. Obviously, hoping Syracuse is going to be better coming off of their 1-10 season. So it's going to be interesting to see what we can get from here. Andre Sisco is a Jacksonville Jaguar now. Travis Etienne, as well as Trevor Lawrence, three guys I covered in college, are all with Jacksonville, who I also cover. So selfishly, I'm very blessed with that. And Tim Tebow, yes, a guy that I covered at Jets camp and excited to see what he can do. So shout out and a big thanks to our Hooters girls who joined us today from iDrive on 8801 International Drive in Orlando. Come out and see them and see all the Hooters girls here and get to know them a little bit better from Holly to Alex to Portia as well as Kalia. Of course, Nate Trout, myself, Dan Tortora. We'll be here the rest of the week, Tuesday, August 17th. I will be joined sitting right here next to me by Rick Etienne will be joining me, big-time sports talk guy and a giant Miami Dolphins fan. And he had one of the best names ever for a fantasy football team when Chad Henney was the quarterback, and he called it Blame It on the Henney. Yeah. So really good stuff coming up. And a shout-out to Jordan as well, who made this week amazing. Peep your head in here for a second here. want to thank behind-the-scenes Jordan for all that she did, so thank you very much. Appreciate it. And a shout-out to Farron as well as Tim and Jeff. Hooters, you have been incredible corporately as well as on iDrive on 8801 International Drive in Orlando, Florida. I am Dan Tora. This is Wake Up Call, live from iDrive. And find us on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, and Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT. And of course, you can find the show by searching Wake Up Call with Dan Tora on your favorite podcasting platform Stitcher, Spotify, MixLR, YouTube, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and TuneIn. Thanks to all of our partners up in New York, Cafe Cubal, Carvel DeWitt, Wildcat Sports Pub, Victory Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, Avicoli's, Chick-fil-A Cicero and Chick-fil-A Clay, Canine Camp Dog Daycare, The Millhouse Market, Honda City of Liverpool, Pizza Man, Mother's Cupboard, Progressive Dental, PB&J's Lunchbox, Canine Campground Dog Boarding, and you can order from here or anywhere in the country. So Orlando, get it done. Go to maandpazpopcorn.com. Use my personal promo code DT20 and get 20% off at checkout on your favorite kettle corn, maandpazpopcorn.com. For now, this is Wake Up Call live from iDrive. We'll see you on social media. We appreciate you being here, and I implore you to come out to Hooters iDrive on 8801 International Drive. We will be here all week with Florida in Focus. Nate Trout had him on the show a bunch of times. Now we're sitting next to each other. And the thing that needs to happen, which we will take pictures of, is we're going to have a little winging contest, I think, after this. Nate, you have been an absolute privilege for me to have, and it's been all of my honor, 150%. I can't thank you enough for driving up from Cocoa Beach, and I really do uh, I feel very blessed to sit next to the kicker I loved watching growing up and to sit next to a friend. No, I appreciate having it. We have 
you know, build a friendship over the last few years, so that's that's great. And next time you're in the area, you better call me again. So. Yeah, well, I'm here for a while, so it doesn't mean this has to be the last time you I see me. You owe my girls a game this, this uh, winter, you said. Yes, and I made that promise. Can you give a shout-out to what you're doing? I want to shout-out the awesome success you've had. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. I've uh, been coaching soccer in the area. Um, I've been doing that for a long time. I did it in Waynesville, North Carolina, which is an area I love as well. And uh, I've been doing it down here some, but... I'm on the tail end of my coaching career. It's uh, been a secondary thing. I'm in the medical field, but uh, I am at my old high school, and I do love my old high school. And fortunately, we have a great program and had a lot of success over over the years. So we've had a great time here with Nate Trout. We'll see you all soon. Football kickoff week happens at Hooters. Florida in focus right here live from iDrive. This is Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, and we'll talk with you all soon. And. A big shout-out to Julia and Michaela for everything that they did behind the scenes as well. We'll see you tomorrow. And, as I always leave you, God bless, no stress, do your best.